What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to this taking of the We Think We Know podcast. Today's episode, we're going to give you week nine recaps, our week 10 predictions, and then we're going to hit you guys with our We Think We Know power rankings halfway through the season, our beautiful parlay of the week, Gotta Talk UFC 268, and our We Think We Know topic, folks, the metaverse. Please stay tuned and let's get this baby open. What's up, Jake? What's up, Nate? What's what up? What, 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 what you, Jake? Uh, <laughs> hey, tough week, bro. Yeah, you guys had a, had a little rivalry going. I'm doing good, man. I'm ready to get going on this episode. I had a good day today. It's middle of the week, hump day, bro. So I'm ready to get going. I'm ready to see what we got talking about today. And yeah, what about you, Jake? What's going on? It's going. Yeah, it's going. It's been. <laughs> I think I had the realization this weekend finally that it's it's not the Niners' year. It's uh, <laughs> probably not going to be our year for a few years. But, I mean, otherwise it's been pretty solid. Yeah, excited to get into this episode. The fights this weekend were absolutely nuts. Like, I mean, we haven't had a stack card like this in a while. So that was pretty exciting. And, yeah, it was, it's been a good week otherwise. I mean, what about you, Dean? How are you doing over there? Uh, physically not well. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing better. No, but my back is still fucked up. Um, that trip to Houston just wrecked me and then I'm still not okay from it, but, uh, mentally I'm kind of almost in that same spot, especially after watching that Bears game. It's been a rough couple weeks for your boy, staying super positive, ain't shit going to get me down, (laughs) but it's been real rough in the, uh, life of Dean. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a tough couple weeks. It's been a tough, I can't even, yeah, I can't even speak. It's been so tough. It's been a tough couple weeks, um, but I'm doing good. I mean, today is actually a good day. I'm, you know, guys know we were actually planning on recording yesterday. The boys back flared up. I was in the bath for three hours. In the bath. <laughs> no joke. Uh, but we're grueling, grinding through it today. Sure. Love it. We have to talk this week. Have to. T- have to. It's super excited to get going. Um, I've missed you guys. I've missed this. I feel like it's been a minute since we've talked. You know, a little bit of a. Yeah, I look. I look forward to this. Every week. Every I love week. it. It's, just, it's honestly one of my favorite parts of the week. It's you nice know, to just I, be able to sit down and bullshit with you right, guys. Right. And we really want to try and get onto like a, you know, twice a week type of schedule. Um, but, you know, we all have very busy lives and, you know, we may just be on this once a week type of thing um, yeah. going forward. Yeah. And, you know, get the a couple, splash. A couple right. lucky weeks we'll, we'll throw out too. Um, but it's a very time consuming process as we're learning. Right. Uh, a very fun time consuming process of learning how all of this works and just you know, the editing and audio podcasts and just, you know, how much kind of work goes into it. But we're loving doing it. Love getting together with you guys. So this, yeah, I'm excited. You know, I've been, yeah, I was fucked up yesterday, kind of in a bad, <laughs> bad state of mind and stuff. So it's it's nice to get with y'all. Yeah, yeah. love to see we, you back. Yeah, so we'd rather, have to talk rather get you healthy, you know, yeah, then right. we can always, this is always going to be here, you know, and you only got one back. Right. So we might as well get... Make sure you write. Take care of yourself. Yeah, I need to see take the, the person necessary. taking writing songs. Yeah. Because <laughs> nah, we, great. We were talking them stem cells, bro. Exactly. I do. They were in here like I do, and and I don't know where America's at with the stem cells. I'm a firm believer. I mean, they can draw from fat cells now, and your boy's been gaining weight. So I didn't get these fat <laughs> cells like, for this. Everyone's like, damn, then you're getting out of shape. Like you, you, 
you know, what, what's happening? I'm like, I'm trying to build my stem cell, stem cell count so I can fix my back. Like, there's a whole reason to why I'm not working there's out like, and I'm gaining That's my excuse. Right, right. It's, it's, it's the, it's, come on. There's man. madness behind it. There, no, there, there's, there's a plan behind it. It's, okay. the, it's the long play. I'm, I'm a long play type of guy. You know what I'm saying? It's there's like, a method to the madness. This, yeah, there is a method to this madness. This, you know, two to three year spurt of not working out and drinking heavily and gaining weight has been for stem cells. Like, there's no other. Just for this time. <laughs> That's the only reason why I did it is for the stem cells. Exactly. I had to fix my back somehow. Okay. Alternative medicines. Um, <laughs> no, firm believer in stem cells. It's a homeopathic I just can't. Right. For real, like, it. Stem cells are fucking incredible. Like, look what it did for AP back in the day. Like, that was 10 years ago. I mean, that is what I'm Maybe like five. Oh, seven. no. We're going on five, seven. 2008, okay. right? No, 2012. Or 12. Yes, yeah, so almost 10 years. Yeah, eight years, nine and, years. And he went, nine years. Uh, it's 2021, so nine years, yeah. Um, I mean, and he, he went over to Europe, right, and got the stem cells. But we came back nine months, ran for 2K and won MVP. Yeah. Like, what? Like how? Um, that's what I need in my life. Shit. So shout out to the fact that I've been gaining. We'll start, that, <laughs> we'll start that GoFundMe here soon. Yeah, <laughs> because it is not cheap. <laughs> Dean stem cell research. <laughs> GoFundMe. All right. Well, let's yeah. get into these these predictions. Definitely. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's right. let's do no. Sunday's games because we'll talk about Monday's game. Don't. We'll, <laughs> let's do Sunday's <laughs> games and then we'll. I will talk about Monday. At least we're saving the uh, I guess uh, best for last. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll start off. We know that Thursday night game. There we were, were quotes around that. I know you guys can't see, but best for last, major quote. <laughs> well, we finished up that episode last game, our last episode with the Colts and the Jets. So the Colts ended up winning 45-30. So that was an easy. You didn't even pick that game. But the next game, first game of the week was that Browns-Bengals game. Both Actually, Jake took the Bengals and Dean took the Browns. <laughs> I knew it. Oh <coughs> shit! That did. I didn't realize. But I didn't realize you took them. Yeah, I took the Browns. Bengals. I told you guys we smoked them. <laughs> smoked them. We did, and I knew. I just twenty-three seventeen with no Odell. With no Odell, that it was just like it was a game they were like destined to win, just to like shit on Odell a little bit more. Like I still think he's a very valuable asset out there, but it yeah. was just like all lining up perfectly for them to like look great. The one week he isn't playing, yeah. you know, yeah. the first week right. when he does all this. Like, I think this game just proved too that it's it's too soon to be too high on Cincinnati. On the yeah. right. You know, like this was their first minus the the Ravens win, which was a good one for them. This was another true test for them, and they shit the bed. So I think it's it, it just proved it's too soon to be high on Cincinnati yet. Yeah, they're not they consistent have, enough. They have the offense. I can like. You know, pop, but that defense is sus. suspect. Yep. And when you get a good running game like that, like what did Nick Chubb? He had 197 rushing yards. I feel like in the first half, yeah. ridiculous. Quick. I was going against him in fantasy. I looked. I'm like 27 <laughs> points right off the rip. I'm like, oh, Cincinnati didn't even show up today. Jesus. Your Jonathan Taylor didn't even do anything then. <laughs> Canceled out your Jonathan Taylor. It, it, I thought it almost did because right. that Jonathan Taylor 32 on Thursday night. That's nice. a great feeling. Right. And I got Lamar and Tucker going this Thursday night. Great feeling against Jay. We'll goes. talk about it. <laughs> Next game was the uh, Broncos-Cowboys. Another upset, bro. Ugh. Stinker. Let's get in it. It was the 30-16. to 16. No, 16 points. Let's be honest. Trash. Garbage. It was 30-0. Thank you. The game was 30-0. I'm so zero. glad you said that. Did you see Dak completed nine passes or some shit up until that, like, midway through the fourth quarter, and then he had 170 yards half, like, at the end of that when game? When they were doing 15-yard cushions. Right. Saw, just man, saw, just fucking... <laughs> Boo-boo yardage in yeah. trash time. Um, Dallas, 
I am not going to overreact about it, though. Yeah. I really think Dallas is still a good team. And okay. Dak just came back off injury and shit happens, you know. Um, Everyone has those stinker games. Yeah. yeah. The Bills. Like, like I was just literally took the words, you know, like the, the Bills, Bills were. The Raiders did. So I just it, don't it, it would be a commonplace of the, no. the Cowboys playing that poorly. It just. And, of course, I'm. I'm. It's because I sat Denver's defense. I'm telling you, I don't know why I have a pool on shit that happens in the NFL, but I'm telling you, I've had Denver's defense. The first, This is the first week where I'm like, <clears throat> I'm picking up other defenses. They're playing Dallas. They're going to give up a lot of points. I didn't. I sat them in both my leagues. I have Denver in both my leagues because I thought they were going to be incredible this year. Um, they were incredible the week I sat them. Literally, the two teams I replaced for them, Denver scored more on my bench. It was just a big slap. Who in the expected face. it to be versus Dallas, though, too? One I, of the I didn't. most high powered offenses in the league right now, too. No one expected that. I needed Zeke to pop off, too, of course, this week. I'm just, I'm having hell. I mean, yeah, you're it's, a tough it's a tough, been a tough year, tough go for me in fantasy, but yeah, you yeah, suck. That's a <laughs> two wins. That I know. Oof. Yeah, in week nine now. You may be out the league. Yeah, at this point, your playoff chances are It's close. It's going to come down to who can get a dub first between me and Robert. That's true. I have him by 100 points, but if he gets a dub before me, I think I'm I'm toast. Yeah, Yeah. he plays me this week, so he won't get that dub. Don't worry about that. Yeah. That's that's knocking on wood, man. (laughs) I'm jinxing it over here. can't do it. All right, uh, we'll move on to this next game. Texans, Dolphins. Uh, Jake took the Dolphins, and Dean took the Texans. Don't know why. Let's go, because he is so high on Tyrod Taylor. Like maybe five years ago, but it's it's not that time anymore. You know what I'm not high on is Miami. That's why I took the Texans. Both teams suck. Miami is horrible. (laughs) And even without Tua, I mean, Jacoby Brissett got it done. Like okay, shit. I mean, both terrible teams. Um, Yeah, I'll take the L on that one. But I mean, that was just a shot in the dark. You took Miami right away, so I went Texans and. The Texans suck. That game was a shot in the no dark, honestly. That was just, yeah. Hey, no knock on your team, but I was able to start Tyrod Taylor and still beat you this week. Tyrod Taylor had three interceptions. He threw Bro, 240 what, yards. I mean, okay, so I I asked around. I asked some homies. I asked Brenton about Jordan Love. You know, he's been there two years. So I take the shot. I was going Kirk Cousins. I had my mind made up. I take the flyer on Jordan Love because Kansas City's the worst defense in the league. Leave it up to this guy to make it Kansas City look like a top ten defense. <laughs> I know we're kind of going off top gear, but that shit just I can't. Not a good time. That, it honestly cost yeah. me the week because had I gone with Kirk Cousins like I wanted to, I would have won. He had right. seven more points. And I lost by four. Right. So I also got shafted on the Javante Williams touchdown. Dean can vouch for me. We were watching that game. That ball crossed the line. Had they challenged it, I really think it did. And uh, he's not even like bullshit. And I really think that Javante Williams. And it was just hilarious that it was like Javante Williams, Javante Williams, and then Javante Williams literally gets it to like the the one centimeter line, and then they're like, "We're not giving it to him again." Kiwi sneak, music. Yeah, and then just got it. Was just hilarious. Just pull my heart right out of my chest right. and stomp on it. All right, but yeah, yeah, no, shitty. All right, so next game was the. Um, Falcons and Saints. So let's go. Dean went Saints and Jake went Falcons. Did you let's go? go. <laughs> you said let's go. I thought I went Falcons. Nah, you went well, Saints fuck me. last week. You yeah. know what? Let's talk. Uh, you were listening to Andrew too much. I was just going to say, let's give a little was. shout out. We have to talk about this game a little bit. Our buddy yeah. Andrew um, started bitching. He's like, man, you guys just brush over the Saints every week. Saints every week. You don't think we're serious. You don't think we're serious. 
Um, this is why I didn't think you were. <laughs> this we proved it. <laughs> so I will. We will talk about it a little bit. But this this proved to me like what the Saints are. Like they're just a a big question mark and definitely not like a legitimate playoff contender. Like they'll make it to the playoffs probably, but they're not competing in any. Like it's a first round exit in my opinion. Like they just don't. Trevor Simeon. I, I don't even know what they're doing over there. Like they, I don't, watching that game, they did not look good at all. And they're they have the defense Matt capable Ryan, of keeping them in it, but yeah, Matt Ryan ate them up. Yeah. Um, and then they and Atlanta did every single thing in their power to lose that game at the end. Yeah. And still won. And still somehow. Uh, the Saints, yeah. This for you, Andrew. We're gonna talk about them a little bit, but the I just don't see it with the Saints. And just losing to Atlanta like this, you can't lose to Atlanta. Not with Trevor Simeon. And, and I get it's, no. it's a divisional game, but I mean, and I think they're I think they're easing Taysom back into it because he had a concussion, and they did say that his brain got pretty rattled on the concussion. So I think they're easing him back into it. So I'm not counting him out yet. You know, be a little bit more on the positive side for you, Andrew. But uh, it was just- I. Yeah, they. If they're gonna be Simeon all year, they're not. It's not gonna be it. It just uh, killed me that the whole preseason was Jameis Taysom, Jameis Taysom, who's gonna be the starter. Jameis wins the job or whatever, goes down, and then I'm like, okay, why is Trevor Simeon playing? Like, and then we're like, oh yeah, Taysom Hill's hurt, and then I see him in there in like the tight end spot, and right. he's like going out on routes. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> if he's if he's okay to run routes, and he can play like, quarterback. Possibly get smoked like right. running across the the fucking. Middle, he can play quarterback. Yeah, true. Like, and maybe they can't play his style of quarterback because his style of quarterback is literally just run every single time. Um, so maybe he can't take hits like that. I don't know. It was just what's um, what's going on in, in New Orleans is goofy. Yeah, I think they're trying to ride the hot hand because Simeon got a done versus Tampa Bay, so they were like, let's yeah, let's, let's just have some continuity for the next week, but. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, seeing the Saints go after OBJ too, that was kind of sh- questionable to me. Like, what? Who's going to throw in that ball? Trevor Simeon? Are you serious? You have Baker Mayfield who could barely get it to you, and you, you want Simeon to do it? I don't think that's it either. Yeah, and then what? You're going to go be the number one receiver on a team that's going to what force you the ball, and you guys are going to lose games and not be in a good situation. Right, like, Odell's going to hate life again. <laughs> he needs to go to a situation where he can thrive and they win games. Right. Like, that's what he needs to be in. Like. And I don't think he's going to be a number one. I really don't. Like, I'm listening to everything of, like, man, he needs to really accept that, like, number two role. And he really does. Like, if he could accept that number two, number three receiver role, he'd be in a great situation. But I just don't know if he's going to be willing to say, like, yo, I need number one targets. Because I really don't think, like, if he wants to go actually win and compete, there's not a team where he can go where he's going to be the number one guy. I just – I don't know if it's necessarily about being, like, the number one guy anymore. It's just about – realizing and, like, throw me the ball when I clearly have this shot, you know? Like, I just don't think he meshed well with the Browns' kind of, like, run-first approach I just to what they do there. You right. can just totally tell the type of receiver he is. He's a fucking diva for that because Allen Robinson's been dealing this for way longer than Odell. And Allen Robinson yeah. has actually done more with less than Odell. Odell had one good catch, and everyone hypes him up, but he hasn't done shit in four years, even when he is fucking healthy. Yeah. And Allen Robinson... He did have a thousand yard season his first year there with the Browns. That's what I'm saying. But then it just and Allen Robinson has a thousand yard season every year and he doesn't get any targets and you never hear him like just bitch about it and like his dad ain't coming out being like 
why isn't the Bears throwing the fucking ball to Allen Robinson? Like, ball, yeah. Get my son the ball. Look how many times he's open. It's like, that was a punt, sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just That was just a joke to me. I I, I don't know. And it's, it's Odell. Like, to me, Odell's eh. Like, watching Odell, I judge people really, like, especially receivers-wise, of, like, you either got to be really flashy and put up the big plays, or you got to be great in fantasy and, like, kind of go under the radar. And it's like, damn, he ended up putting up 1,300 yards and, you know, nine tutties. He's neither of those anymore. He was always the flashy, big play type of person to me. He was never a great fantasy player, but he's not even that anymore. Yeah. He's a, a Marquez Valdez scantling. You know, I don't know. I just don't see it with Odell no more. Like, and then the times, like, I don't know. I've just seen him drop too many. I don't know. I just the playoff, remember the playoff game? He single-handedly lost in that playoff game. That was that was rough. <laughs> was that was rough. Him. I remember. I even was talking a lot of shit after that. But I just it, it's also about right place and right opportunity. And I don't think he's gotten that since those years he had Eli. Right. You know, I think if he can find himself in the right situation, I don't think he'll put up number one numbers. But he's definitely that guy that's capable of. 60 catches, you know, just shy of a thousand yards, you know, like that's not, he's a, he can still be a one B guy. No, I, I think kind of like a Thielen Jefferson thing. He just needs the, the right opportunity, the right yeah, situation. But I mean, realistically, like you look at Baker Mayfield, over half of the league would want to kind of have Baker Mayfield as a quarterback, you know, yeah. or in better situations. Yeah. Like, I don't know, having a really good quarterback that can push the ball around is a very rare commodity in the NFL. And all these dudes want it, but it's like, man, there's realistically only seven dudes that can really do that in the NFL. And, you know, what are the other you know, 25? You know where I think would be like a cool dark horse team that's not even talked about for OBJ, <clears throat> especially if their other receiver can't stay healthy, is the Chargers with Herbert. Because like Mike Williams is kind of on and off, like yeah. health wise, and, and they throw a shit ton. I don't think they have the money for it, but I mean, man, that, that would be, be that nice. would be cool to see. Sucks for you as a Raiders fan. Yeah, but. I wouldn't want to see it, but it'd be nice. <laughs> and I hate to say it, but I almost would want to see him in Kansas City. Really as much as I fucking there. don't want to see it, but I think like for his career, I think like putting him in that system if they can make it work with. Tyreek Hill and Kelsey or whatever, and then Boo Boo Mahomes, that they could figure that out, and he would just be lethal in that. Um, but I don't really see, like, ten great options for Odell. I really don't even know how great Green Bay would be. Everyone's talking Green Bay, and granted, I'm I think he'd, I think he'd fit right in. Green Bay is going to be the place. And the thing is, I don't. One, because their quarterback's going to be week to week with not wearing his mask being COVID and just not giving a fuck <laughs> because he's going to be taking fucking He got fined 14K, bro. He's about to be back this week. He, he, takes, he, takes a, he takes a dog to Wormer, and he's like, I can't get COVID. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's just a fucking, I don't know, that, that, that whole situation not going to work. And the thing is, like, let's say he goes to Green Bay. Cool, I'm in a great situation. At the end of the year, Monte Adams leaves. Aaron Rodgers leaves. Right. They're not under contract. <laughs> and then OBJ stuck there with Jordan Love and nobody. <laughs> and, and he's like, fuck. Well, he wants to play with a contender. Like I, I could see Green Bay being that team where he would sign the the one year remaining deal just to. Because right. they're a contender. See, I hate fucking saying it, but they're up there. I mean, they are because look at what the, the NFL is really trying to. Before make we them. move on from okay. this, real quick, to the next game too. Another one. Do you agree with Randy Moss and saying he should go to the Patriots? 
I didn't. I didn't like I didn't, it. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't. I don't like it. Like I don't think he was like because it gave me a second chance in my career. And I mean, I think he so also too. played with the goat, Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, that's and why. That's what I, I was gonna say, he could go to the Patriots if he just wants to run slants. That's and what do that the, was. Mac, and do the Mac Jones route tree because right. everyone's like his numbers look so good. Every single time I turn to a Patriots game, I have to turn away because it's like. You know the the four yard out, the six yard dig, the slant, the you know the the eight yard dig, the tight end hot route over the middle, the out, the out, the out, and it's like nothing is thrown past ten yards ever, and it moves the ball and it moves that, but that to me is like the worst, most boring quarterback play, fucking yeah. ever. And Odell, no, he's he's a take the top off, he's big play type of dude. Like you, you run him on outs the entire game, he's gonna be pissed. Yeah, or slants over the middle. Yeah, yeah, the entire time. Like, yeah. no. And he's not the type of dude, in my opinion, that can take the slant to the house anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, early in his career, Giants, you throw him a slant, he's taking that bitch 75. You know, but I, he doesn't, he doesn't look have that fast. burst anymore. I feel like yeah. he doesn't look like, and there's, I don't know. Between the ACL two years ago and the ankle injury last year, mm-hmm. he just, he definitely doesn't have that burst anymore. Or that was reversed, right? Or was it? Like, no, I think it was ankle and then ACL. No, he just came off the ACL this year. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it was reversed. But still. Yeah, yeah. True. I just don't feel like he's that type of like, get him gone. Like, yeah. Yeah. What's this next game? But no, but yeah. I, at the end of the day, though, I, I am kind of rooting for Odell. I just don't think there's a lot of opportunities for I, th- I hope he does go somewhere. And I think, you know, I hope he competes. I really hope it's not Green Bay. And if I if he does go to Green Bay, please take him all out on boat trips before the playoffs. And <laughs> <fuck> him <laughs> even harder. <laughs> All right, next game next was, game. <laughs> was uh, damn it, it was the Raiders and Giants game. Oh, we so, probably both took the Raiders both there. None the of Raiders. us expected that. No, nobody. You guys suck. Stop. Stop. Man, Everyone guys, has their bad week. I mean, how many times do we have to say Derek Carr is not that uh, guy? Yeah, Bro, yeah. honestly, he, he has watched, a bad week one no, week. Nate, I'm not telling. I'm not joking. We watched that game watched specifically because I had bets on that game. Watch and I had Derek Carter like throw for like two sixty five. You took away Henry Ruggs is over the top, bro. Cool. Like, and he's been throwing over Guess the what? top all year. Guess what? There were there were at least I'm not playing Nate seven to nine different circumstances where there were dudes running wide open and or for touchdowns and Derek Carr blatantly missed them or didn't even see them or threw it way the fuck over their head. He misses wide open receivers. It is crazy. He's a he's a eh. like he'll get you a couple like nice passes. You win some games, but when you need it and you need that fucking great ball, Derek Carr misses it. It's Jake, can you not attest? I mean, if you guys can't see right no, now, I can't he's shaking I, his head right now. He's in disbelief. Disgust. I would say any of that about Derek Carr. I will he say I, I will say I might be a little biased just because I have Waller on my fantasy team, but this is why that's why I watch the games. And there is multiple times where Dean and I both just looked at each other. Waller, wide like open. Waller, wide open. He had him in the Would have been zone. a touchdown on Twice. two different plays. Right. Two different. And ones. then there's just ones like either over the middle or the out routes or just little things like that. It's just well. And the funny thing is, he he just he doesn't see it. I don't know. And like I don't oh, know no, if the, it's the, the announcers called him out a couple times of like, look at uh, Waller right here, wide open. Look at you know. Uh, he gets happy feet yeah. and just like and he's like, where's Renfro? And he just gets happy feet and just only hunts Renfro. It's check crazy. down, check down, yeah. check down. Yeah, I think like you guys said earlier, everyone has bad games. This was a bad game. We are not good against East Coast teams. It's been proven. We lost against the Jets last year because we went to the Jets and we lost. And we just same thing. We had the same record. And I get it. Everyone's gonna see it as shit. Here comes the here comes the downfall. It's the middle of the season. The Raiders do it. 
I really don't think so. Getting Deshaun Jackson is going to re- it's going to change the aspect of dude. He else. is washed. He now. is not washed. If bro. he could not, he if he crazy. couldn't work he, out in L. A. with Stafford and you have McVay, Woods and Cooper Cup going but shot. But McVay is up. Jackson's no. more washed than the, the pair of boxers I've had since twenty. He's not washed. He didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there because he wasn't getting targets, bro. Because he can't get open anymore. He has one route, and if you put a deep safety over him, it's GG. It's the difference between getting open and getting not not targeted. But because you have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, who are two elite receivers already, well, you throw Deshaun Jackson in there, who is think about the teams he's been on before. Nate, he's see, and Nate, their Nate, see, one. Nate, I'm talking. I've placed bets on the Rams this year several times. For Deshaun Jackson to even get five yards, and I'm not playing. Because I'm both. I've only bet twice. I've only bet two times on the Rams. Stop really quick. I only bet two times on the Rams this year. Both times were for Deshaun Jackson to get five plus yards. Literally five plus yards. Both of those games I looked, he had three targets, no catches, and I didn't see the balls. I didn't see anything. But it's like at least it wasn't zero targets. He still had three targets. Sorry, he's not good no more. Like. I don't know. We need to be going doing. And at the end of the day, the Rams the, the Rams only have two options. Like teams field five or six receivers on their fifty three man roster every week, and you guys have Brian, Brian Edwards. You have Waller, Renfro. Like there's people that Car likes on to too. Like I think he's gonna be a way lesser Henry Ruggs to you guys. Like he's gonna get the the one or two targets a game on the deep ball over the top and hopefully it hits. And that's otherwise that, but that's all he's gonna that? do. But did, so, have you seen how we've been with that though? You take that away from us and look what happens. We don't have that over the top anymore. No one has that speed that Ruggs had. You talk about Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro. They don't have that speed. They have that check down speed so that they can get open. No one has that over the top speed. Deshaun Jackson still has that speed. I don't know what you guys say. I, no, you know what? I like it. You do, you do need a little speedster again. That was a really big component. I know it was probably slim pickings out there. I just don't see it with Deshaun Jackson anymore. I don't know. Maybe he just hasn't been motivated. He hasn't been in the right situation. And hopefully you guys can bring that out of him. But from what I've seen from him, the dude just don't even give a fuck, it seemed like. Anymore. Yeah. It was uh, a good, and then when he does, he I, pulls a hamstring. I will say yeah. that it's like, I guess it was a it was a good move of like as an opportunity or like a, a reach or a stretch to try and replace rugs. Of, yeah. The over the top, like I'll give it to you. I think everyone still is a fan of Deshaun Jackson, but I just think he's washed now. Yeah, not even trying to. No, and I'm not talking shit or anything. Like I think the Raiders are in a better situation, obviously, than my Bears. But I don't just view them as like the Super Bowl contenders. I think you guys have a really good opportunity of making it into the playoffs, but. Just being competitive in the playoffs, I still think you guys are yeah. a few pieces away. No, that makes sense. I really think you I guys are a few that. pieces away. And do I think that you guys could do it with Carr? I really do. But Carr is in the same realm for me as Jimmy. And I know you're going to hate – but they, you, when you miss these passes where it's like, fuck, you hit that pass, That's you keep it. this drive alive, it's third down, the dude's running wide open, you had seven yards to throw in front of him to where he could have got it, and you throw two yards behind and it gets batted down. Yeah. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like – and you guys also just cut another player, yeah, Arnett. Arnett. Dude, yeah. what a he idiot. didn't play. He honestly, he, he was a we bum. cut. We, well, we I did see he lost his position. To within Hayward. the second week, it was quick, bro. We t- all right, get him out. He was like a first or second guys. round draft pick, right? He was a first round pick. Bro. We sucked. fucked up all of our first round picks. Honestly, I'll admit. We fucked up bad. And he was the idiot who, like, threatened that dude in the video. Yeah, right? He said, I'll kill you, bro. Yeah, and he had guns <laughs> and shit. What are you doing? He said, you five miles away, bro. Yeah, I kill you. Henry Ruggs situation where it's like, okay, you made the mistake, and we won't get into that, but he makes a mistake, you know, but 
This is deliberately being a piece of shit. Like, and actively what are you, going out and doing it. Yeah. Like, what are you what are you thinking, bro? You're an NFL player. People are going to see this shit. It doesn't matter if you did it five years ago when you weren't in the league. It doesn't matter when you, you know did. your ass is getting screenshotted. Exactly. Nice. And, like, some once it's on the internet, bro, nothing is nothing is erased from the internet. It, it, it lives forever. Lives and forever. just the... But I don't even know, like... It would, I don't know, could you be, like, even forthcoming of, like, look, man, I'm making it to the league. There was some shit I did back in the day. Like, even to come out and do some shit like that of, like, there may be some shit that surfaced. I'm not that person right. kind of deal, like, blah, 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 blah. But, like, I, just in general, like, to do stupid shit like that, it just, oh, it kills me. That's just shit you do in high school and, like, you know, maybe pre-college and shit. You know, like, dude, but. Like, when you actually are in the league or, like, got an opportunity to get to the league, like, these dudes, like, yo, I'm. I have a chance to be a lottery. These dudes right. get a couple commas in their bank account and think they can do whatever the fuck exactly. they want. And exactly. like, I get it. People with that status get treated differently, but you still can't be out here fucking flashing ARs on Instagram, right. telling people you're gonna kill them and right. not and expect to walk away scot free. Right? Like, okay, yeah. that's, right. that's not how shit works. No. Like, I didn't hit me. No. Right. It, was a nerve. <laughs> it was a nerve. It was an AR. Yeah. I don't know. That that shit is just nah, like, that, that was mind. I, I read that article. Ass. I thought it was a fucking joke. Yep. Like, Literally. what are you doing? It's 2021, bro. Like, our time kudos to the Raiders for just cutting him and moving on right. and saying, you know well, what? the Raiders have had we, enough. Like, we messed so up. Going on right now. And if somebody drops anything in the locker room, right. you cut. You out. Motherfuckers walking around on eggshells in the Raiders. Right. You smell the coffee creamer in the break room? <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out, dude. You let a, you let a bitch slip? Like, oh, bitch. Like, drop something? Nah, no, go. Get him out. Get him out. Like, Raiders, cut and throw. Which, right. I like it, though. I like, you it. have to set that precedent Especially of, like, we have, we have horrible... Uh, like public relations right now, yeah. like our PR team is getting shit on. Right. Like the way we are viewed right now is horrible, and you have to use drastic measures sometimes. Like, yo, we ain't letting nothing fly. But like, that was even if you guys didn't have anything going on, homie, going. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> he just was like an idiot. <laughs> see right? ya. Yeah, I don't know. What uh, the fuck point okay, was. next game. But <laughs> let's do this. I do think. Yeah, you guys are not gonna be competitive. <laughs> you guys are not gonna be competitive. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> All right. Next game was the. Uh, Patriots, Panthers, and let's see. Both of you guys took the Panthers. Both yeah. Wow. Dingleberry took the Panthers. I'm over Sam Darnold. He's ass. That's, He's ass. I think He's we hurt. both took him because we're just not believers in the Patriots. But yeah. I think the Patriots are Sam Darnold. Really lined Sam up Darnold like, was a one year experiment in Carolina, and they are 100% done with it. Yeah. 100% done with it, but I. New England wins again, but I really just don't even... They're just lined up perfectly with these teams that are just, like, kind of dumpster fires or, like, having terrible weeks of... I, I just still don't see it with them. Yeah. You know, like, I... The... Um, Matt, the the Panthers and Darnold, he's, he's ass. And he got hurt again. Like, he's done there. They got to move on. Matt Jones only threw the ball 18 times. He went 12 for 18. Killing it. Please tell me he's elite. And he only and, threw and, for 139 yards. And Damian Harris, look up his stats. He didn't really do shit for me. He, almost, he scored one touchdown. <laughs> and then he stats. got hurt. He rolled his ankle late in the fourth. Great. It's just like, no, Mac, Mac Jones is proving what everyone was, all these guys are actually right about from the get go is Mac Jones is the most pro ready. I mean, granted, Fields is taking strides and he looks pretty good. He looks the best. But nice. Mac Jones is the, was the most pro ready and is like the most consistent week in, week out. Yeah. 
But that's also Bill Belichick and McDaniels just having the, the, the dink and dunk, boring-ass offense. And that's why Jimmy thrived Play there. And he was like so and hyped there. And it's like, man, Jimmy's the perfect – because Jimmy is that perfect dude of like anything within 15 offense. yards, bet. Right. You yeah, want to take it. shots? Eh, let's run it. <laughs> Don't do that. You know? <laughs> um, but Mac Jones perfectly fills that role. We need a dude who's not even to talk shit. Like I really haven't watched, but like a dude who's not interesting, who's kind of your Joe Schmo out of shape guy you know they're just really trying to fill this brady role and but not gonna pull headlines of like making bad decisions and shit. exactly yeah. of like you know you have to buy, gonna buy by our system and he's gonna hit the three yard check down and bet he's a patriots quarterback and somehow they'll you know even going forward one 10 12 games with this fucking nobody even though brady was different like brady won a lot of games in a lot of those close games so i don't know if he has that in him but he he totally fits that mold of just an eh-looking guy who's, I don't know, it's super boring. Yeah. And J.C. Jackson did get that pick six, too. So their defense is kind of like – keeping Definitely keeping them in it and giving them opportunities and winning these games. Seven points of that, 24 points, you know, you got to consider that. So where did that other 17 points come from? Yeah. I mean, not his his yards passing. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not. (laughs) Not those. All right, so that was both you guys took the Panthers. We're here for a bologna sandwich. <laughs> the next game was that craziest upset of the week, bro. The Bills and the Jaguars. That that nine to six game. No touchdown. We just we scored. really don't even have to talk about it. I just think it was <laughs> it was the one game of the year where the Bills just couldn't get anything going and shit had so couple shit bad turnovers and I think that's just it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. The Bills are still one of my favorite teams to win the AFC personally. Agreed. So, all I have to say about that is I'm thankful they never have to play each other because the amount of times I heard Josh Allen versus Josh Allen, I want to <laughs> yeah. fucking shoot myself. Literally, the whole Sunday was like, Josh Allen wins the Josh Allen ball and he sacks Josh Allen. First time ever in NFL history, Josh Allen, you know, sacks the Josh Allen. And the first time ever that the same name person intercepts the same name person and also gets a sack and also gets a tackle for a lot. Like, it was literally the whole fucking. That was my whole morning of all my updates were just like, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, I'm I'm done with this. I hope they never play each other ever again, (laughs) for real. Like, I could not handle that twice. Um, The Bills look like complete dog shit. But I still like them. Like, everyone has that really down game. Um, Super shocked, though. What the fuck? Any given Sunday, I guess. Cost me my my survivor pool. Urban Meyer, though, I was looking. He is... Undefeated since he dipped on the team. So holy shit, he should dip on them. That's he just dip on them. He probably wasn't on this flight. <laughs> They're trying to keep it <laughs> or some shit like that. Like he's already won two games since then, and this is the first win on U.S. soil that they've had. Oh, that's and right. it's since the week one of last year, where they're like one down. 15 more to draw, and then they lost all every game after that. That was a fucking great meme. Yeah. That meme is untouched. But no, yeah, I don't know. Urban Meyer just stopped flying back and, you know, keep going to bars in college shows. <laughs> keep doing you, bro. <laughs> well, let's move on to the next one, then we'll kind of make these last ones quick. So yeah, you got the go. uh, Ravens Vikings was the next one. The Ravens ended up winning an OT that game. That was a good Who's game. Who? Uh, both of you guys took the Ravens. That was a good game. Yeah, Ravens are winning 34-31. Right? Yeah. OT, right? Almost yeah. almost mm-hmm. ended in a tie, too. It yeah, got down OT. to the last couple minutes. Yeah. Yep. My boy Tuck came through. Um, <laughs> another comeback, though, Big by trust. the Ravens. Yes. Like, the Ravens should have lost that game, and Minnesota collapsed and lost another game. Like, Minnesota's not good. Um, 
It was a great game, though. Yeah. But Minnesota, like, they were up, like, 24-7 or some shit at one point. Like, They find a way to lose. They, <laughs> Zimmer's got to go. <laughs> he's done. I think he's done. He's he, toast. He can't be there next year. He can't. They have too good of a team to be this bad. That's, they have so many, yeah, and they have, feeling. and they have and their no, names. they have like, no cap money. So I think they're just gonna throw. Yeah, it's he has to time go. to start over. He has to go. You cannot have that many good pieces and be that bad. Still be horrible. Yeah. This is Kirk Cousins last year, I think, two hundred contracts. So they can so. legit just rebuild, rebuild mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. All right, let's move on to this next one: Chargers Eagles. 27-24 Chargers. What Way closer mean? game than I was expecting. I saw that, and I, was, I really thought the. Chargers would kind of bounce back and blow them out. Uh, shout out to the Eagles playing tough. Like I shit on Jalen Hurts coming into the year, and he's played very well, and he plays pretty big in these situations and keeps them close. Like Chargers barely won that game on yeah. like, last second field goal. Like, yeah, I feel like he's played well enough to the point where the Eagles can actually use their draft capital to build around him. Facts. Get gives a couple more offensive linemen, or get yourself a true. No, I know they a always back though. I know they always draft receivers. I was going to say, get yourself a true a solid running back, back yes. one yeah. of those first round picks. More Dial second, it in, yeah, or early second round. You know, maybe take another receiver or a an high, offensive lineman. A high, well. yeah. No, that's well, what I said. First pick needs to be an oh, offensive okay, okay. lineman, yeah, yeah. and then Sorry. maybe a, a high profile defender, or yeah. honestly. Finally, a, a true like big body receiver. There's a couple Facts. ones in this draft, like a Drake London from USC. He was balling before he got hurt. Right? Yeah, but yeah, they're they're Jalen Hurts exactly. He's looked decent. But to get a running back, like, and I just don't know. Like one thing I will give a nod to, like my Bears about is we find running backs in the fourth to sixth round every single year that just ball. Like Tariq Cohen, I think was a fourth rounder. David Montgomery, fourth rounder. Herbert was a fifth or sixth rounder. Like uh, uh, Jordan Howard was a fourth rounder. Like we just, I don't know how these teams are missing on these backs. Of like that's our issue. All our dudes, guys, all our guys are undrafted. It, and it's like these <laughs> dudes, like you see the running backs that are drafted above the running backs that we have. Like I think David Montgomery's is like the Nick Chubb class or whatever. But besides him, it's like when you look at the dude, he should have went in the first two rounds. You know, and Herbert, I feel like is gonna ball the same way of like. When he runs, and the way I watch Najee Harris run, I'll take Herbert right now over Najee Harris with what I saw in that game. Yeah. Like, Najee did not show me shit. Granted, we have a really good, you know, defense. Lost that game. Rigged. We'll get to it, but. We'll get to it. They need a running back. I, I really think that the Eagles, Miles Sanders, not it. This year, bust. not it. Um, and he, and with Devontae Smith or whatever, like, I think this year needs to be heavy offense. And then, you know, maybe add a couple of defensive players in free agency, and then maybe in the next draft, you know, go defense, but add more weapons around her. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Agreed. All right, next game was the um, Chiefs-Packers. That was the 13-7 game. Which would have been a good game. Way uh, better to watch had Rodgers not fucked up and been an idiot. Right. But... Chief. I mean, you can't help not get COVID. You but. can't say be an idiot. You have to say be a piece of shit scum. I like that one. Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's all intentional, every single thing that he did. And the fact that he was only fined $14,000 is a fucking joke. C.D. Lamb has two jersey violations of untucked jersey. He got fined $20,000. Aaron Rodgers purposefully in the second year of COVID, mind you, last year was a warning. Like people were getting hit with big fines. Your Raiders, uh, the Broncos, 
$500,000 fines, $100,000 fines for Gruden. And this is a year after, a year a year removed from the big COVID year of like all these are in place. Everyone knows what the fucking rules are. There's no way around it. You just think you're cool, Aaron Rodgers, I'm John Wick. I hang out with Joe Rogan and, you know, shoot fucking elk. Um, and, you know, take dewormers. Um, Dog dewormers. Like, fucking douche. Total fucking douche. And just the fact that it was 14, and he only got fined for the incident where he went to the Halloween party, if you look at it. It's yeah. him and Alan Lazard got fined $14,000 for being at the Halloween party. He hasn't been fined for never wearing a mask that eight weeks previous, right. every single time, breathing down reporters' fucking throats. They forgot With no it. mask, just spewing fucking dewormer and COVID on everybody. Um, <laughs> he really caught on the door. It's just like crazy. Like I, he's a piece of shit for that. And I, I, I knew it would happen though. The NFL comes down hard on Aaron Rodgers. What are we in the alternate universe? No, uh, Aaron Rodgers does whatever he fucking wants, and you know he misses a game. He's eligible to return on Saturday, um, and he's gonna come right back because he doesn't need a negative COVID test. I was actually reading, looking into it to actually come back. All he needs is like the ten days previous and like the his, ten day quarantine. The ten day quarantine and like his um his symptoms have to have like reduced, but he doesn't need like a negative test to come back. So no matter what he's playing this Sunday. Yeah. Um it's just a joke. It, it the way the NFL handled this is is a complete joke. This is just another stain on Roger Goodell. In my opinion, Roger Goodell, you give him the easiest situation to handle of like, look, man, you've kinda like you know, set an example earlier. Here's a new situation. Kill it. Go after it. He blows He's it. like, I'm going to do fucking... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fuck the situation and give myself a $36 million bonus at the end of the year. All right. Because he's made $300 million in the last fucking two years. Ridiculous. He's a joke. Now, do you think it's Aaron Rodgers or do you think it's just because it's the Packers? It's they're both. The, they're it's the both. ultimate it's franchise. It's they're both. the It's both. It's both. And it, I think it's 90% Aaron Rodgers, though. But all this thing needs to come down on the Packers because the Packers purposefully knew that he was not vaccinated, yep. that they let him do whatever the fuck he yep. wanted because they scared of all the lash and the fucking you know the lashback that Aaron Rodgers does because you know one thing doesn't go his way he fucking has to pout and have his you know girlfriend get on Instagram and destroy random people that look like Aaron Rodgers she's like hit Aaron Rodgers she was a bigger she's fucking dumb as fuck like that's why she was in the Hunger Games knockoff she's a fucking <laughs> like I'm sorry like that Shaylee what's her name Shay Shiley whatever yeah. you're no you're bum she's out here trying to overhype overhype this fool of like oh man yeah, Aaron Rodgers has bigger hands and bigger feet than that guy. Like, this dude's over here just trying to get Starbucks. Like, yeah. Over here just killing him. Did you see all that? I did see multiple outlets say, like, that is not Aaron Rodgers. I didn't see anything about his girlfriend, like, going in. Oh, going ham like on this dude. That's like, hilarious. And it was just like, man, y'all look so stupid, stupid, and I love it. Because this is exactly the people and the person I knew Aaron Rodgers was, and now it's all coming to light. I, I'm Nostradamus. I didn't call this 16 years ago. <laughs> I said he's the shit scumbag the moment I saw him. The fact that... <laughs> and you've been saying it. Right? <laughs> Every year since, the fact that he can look Twice at our crowd, the fact that he can look at our crowd and say, I still fucking own you, I own you everything, and that's not a taunting, but my dude can't even look at a team, and that's a taunting. The fact that... Uh, we'll get to it. I'm hot right now. We brought up Aaron Rodgers, but he's yeah. a piece uh, of shit. The COVID thing, I'm glad they lost, and I hope they continue to lose, but I mean, this is bullshit with the COVID and Aaron Rodgers. He's a, he's a scumbag. Yeah, 100%. I'm sorry. No, I agree. 
I'm gonna go off every First episode. violation, though, too. No. Oh, fuck that. They need to look violation. back and actually look it's at the cameras and bet, bet there's been millions of violations. It's been eight weeks. That first violation chick can kiss my ass. Right? Facts. There's eight been. Weeks. We're gonna go just... back and look at the tapes. You all yes. back and look at where read the emails. Thank go back you. and look at the tapes. Right. Exactly. My, man, my man says a lot of violations. Don't even spit on somebody on accident. Yeah. Like, exactly. In the dewormer. Right. In the dewormer. <laughs> just, just gleeking dewormer on the fucking front row of the, <laughs> the press. <laughs> Bum. I had no idea, bro. They were innocent people. Alright, so next game was the, uh, was the Niners and the cards. Um, oh, yeah. I, I picked know. the cards. You did pick the cards. You actually. Copa Coy Vega, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Texas Strong. Texas <laughs> Strong. <laughs> what do you got, Jake? That's 31 7. You were, you were upset. I remember I asked 31, you. 31 17. 31 17, sorry. I asked Jake's you. Jake's been depressed. Know, I was like, I, what, what's going to happen if they actually beat you? I'm depressed. I'm hurt. Yeah. I think. Uh, I was I, I told Dean that we were silent for about forty five minutes there on Sunday night, and I was just he didn't speak. He's, he's like he asked me if I was good, and I was just like, yeah, I think I'm all right. But I'm now replaying every draft decision and every decision in the Shanahan Lynch era ever. <laughs> like it was, it was I was down bad on Sunday. It was just. We beat ourselves. Like I get it. Like they beat us handily, thirty-one seventeen. James Conner looked fucking great. You know our defense couldn't stop anything, which was a surprise. We're usually pretty good about our defense keeps us in games yeah. most of the time, and yeah. instead it just was a open gate. You know they destroyed us with Colt McCoy and quick screens and slants. James Conner too. Like just I, I James Conner looked like a god. Yeah, he was old and James just. These are the games you should win because we. I felt like we moved the ball with ease on them whenever we wanted to. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. the Kittle fumble, the Ayuk the Ayuk fumble on the ten yard line, like when they, I think it was fourteen zero when he fumbled there. Like had he not fumbled, we go and score. I think we win that game. That was like a big. That was a big momentum swing for them because we had no problem moving the ball on them. It was just. We looked undisciplined, and like at some point, uh, I saw a good article of like, uh, what did dude say? The Niners are playing bad because it's like they're they're blaming it's it's happening to them instead of like what they can do to overcome it. Thanks. And I totally agree with that. I think we're like, I think we've shut down, and like we're like, why does this keep happening to us? Yeah. Instead of like overcoming that adversity and being the good team that we are. Yeah, we have a ton of talent. And our cap space shows for it. Like, we're a playoff. We should be competing for a playoff spot. And right. I don't think we're going to get there this year. Like, if we beat the, if we don't beat the Rams this week, we just – I think we shut down Jimmy and we play our rookies. Yeah. And look forward to the next year. Because at three and six, how popping the NFC is this year, I just don't think we're going to be able to get it done. Yeah, you look like a draft spot at that point. You know, and we don't have a draft spot. We traded for Trey. Oh boy! You know the the Dolphins who <laughs> traded that pick to the Dolphins who actually traded that pick to the um, no they had kept that pick they traded their pick to the Eagles which is the number three right now but our pick's the number nine pick right now like, imagine how we kept rocking with Jimmy and just done what we're doing now right. a top fifteen pick with this team right now would would put us once again looking fucking great yeah. go get Patrick Sertan. 
Go get go get a corner, honestly, yeah. or another fucking defensive lineman because Ken yeah. Law didn't work you out. You get people healthy too. You get people healthy back. I mean, definitely. My, my I didn't mean to this. just go on a rant, no, yeah, but like I'm just yeah, I'm depressed. Please, no, please yeah, do it because I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a rant with my game. The only thing I can say about this game was whoever the head ref is needs to send flowers and a whole bunch no, of money. No, honestly, to there Tony Carrenti because if, if it wasn't for Tony Carrenti and his blasphemy on Monday night, there would have been an investigation into your guys' game. I, I cannot get over that Cliff there. Kingsbury play. Cliff Kingsbury has the audacity to run up on the field. Oh, he gets God. he gets the initial 15-yard penalty. He gets penalized first. First. The first flag sudden, was thrown on Cliff. Justin Norman, or uh, Josh Norman gets into it. He gets a penalty after. There's about, it takes about an hour and 37 minutes for the refs to actually come together and figure out what the fuck is happening, which is Bravo to you. Hey, NFL, you're really killing it with the refs. It's a fucking joke every week. Every week. The fact that they come together after I feel like an hour they and make half, shit up as it goes. Yes. They made up this shit of it was it was supposed to be a fourth down. They said third down. It was supposed to be a third down. It's supposed to be a third and long. And they said, um, the penalties are both unsportsmanlike conducts. The defensive one we're gonna enforce on this one to make it a first down, and the one on Cliff Kingsbury then we will enforce to drop back, but then it will be still first First down. down, They won't be offsetting and redo it because the Josh Norman one happened first, and then they show the replay, and all they show is how the first the first one was Cliff Kingsbury, and it was like the 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 replays. Whoever does the replays on all of these networks, I don't know how the NFL hasn't smoked them yet. Because they make the NFL look so stupid. Every single week, the replay and the analysts shit on the NFL and the NFL officiating of like, damn, that's a bad call. That's a bad call. Wouldn't have gone there. Wouldn't have gone there. Wouldn't have gone there. Wouldn't have gone there. And it's every single year. And all you see is replay, 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 replay on a horrible play that went the opposite way of the should have. And that play, it still irks me. And... The it, Armstead penalty was horrible. And the Armstead too. one was a fucking they joke. Said, they said, like, uh, grabbing. The opening gra- of the helmet. Grabbing the opening, the under opening of the helmet or something. Because oh when his arm reached around, his fingers, like, touched, like, his ear pad right, right. here. And his helmet kind of got twisted. But you could tell he didn't grab his helmet. Yeah. So it was personal foul, roughing, roughing the passer, grabbing the, un, yeah, the opening. The opening of a helmet. I never like, heard what, that in my I've life. I've never yeah. fucking heard Holmes that called ever. The, the, the rule book out and he was like, ah, And that was, on a th- that was on a third down at like the 40-yard line that would have pushed them. Off like, a sack. Off a sack. Off of been, they would have been, been hunting. Yeah. And then, and then that gives joke. them a first and down. Then, and James Conner scored that 35. Yeah. I want to feel sorry for you guys, but the Raiders has been getting fucked with this my whole life. We had the who the fuck brings out an index card to fucking say, oh, yeah, put the index card in there first. Game. That was crazy. So I don't want to hear shit about shit, bro. We no, wait till we get to my game. Nobody been fucked like this. Yeah, Ain't nobody been we'll fucked. Well, the tuck rule. Oh, yeah, no, not exactly. Even. Oh no, it, that's the playoffs. That's the playoffs, bro. That's you can't. Fam, okay, that was crazy. To to playoffs, FC. yes, but it's Brady. You know, exactly. Like, we'll get to our game, but that's the only thing I can say about your guys' game. I do think like. Overall, in my opinion, like Arizona does have a better team, but you guys are very competitive and should have like had opportunities to win that game and two very costly turnovers. Yeah, and those that's tough to come back versus especially that, you a one top was crazy five off team. Of a great catch and then the great like catch, yeah. great catch. Like fuck, man. Right. Man, that 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 Cliff Kingsbury thing though, that pisses me off. I'm not even a fan of the Niners. I honestly don't like the Niners. I don't even like the Arizona Cardinals. That Cliff Kingsbury thing pissed me off. Right. I saw that. It was just a stain on the NFL. That was a fucking joke of a situation. That They handled that so poorly, and if those refs aren't fine for that, 
the, the it's NFL's, just been it's just been really fucking tough because I'm not sitting here saying we should be eight and one, but we should be six and three and not three and six. You know, it's just been a tough year to watch, and I've already I can't wait till next year because it's just it. been fucking tough. Yeah. All right, so let's get right, to the next one. Was the Titans Rams? Dean took the Titans and Jake let's took go. the Rams. Knew it. I knew they would bounce, and I said it. I said. Why does everyone say, man, there's going to have a big lull after a big win? I'm like, no, they're going to build on this and have a fucking another big win, even losing Derrick Henry. I had faith in them, and they stuck it to the fucking Rams, and it was their defense. And Stafford, welcome Detroit. L.A., you're seeing Detroit Stafford. <laughs> Gunslinger, but he's going to be doing shit like that. And you get the pressure on him. You're lucky you guys have been gonna... playing fucking scrubs where Cooper Cups is running wide open all, you know, all game. Um... No, that's what happens. I mean, he makes stupid fucking decisions like that. Like that was, that was, that was pretty awesome to see. I loved it. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the Titans Rams. The next game was the uh, Steelers Bears. The last game of the week. Just let's just take take it away. Yeah, take it away. Do you know? <laughs> hey, well, hold on. Before we get into it, um, it was a tie tie week this week. Both of you guys had three. Damn, so, I had so a weird on. feeling. I think we should do two things. I have a number in my head, one through ten. Or rock, paper, scissors? Uh, let's do one through 20. One through 20? 14. Hold on, hold on, chill, chill, chill. You can't go over. No, closest to no matter what. Closest, closest to no matter what. Yeah, closest to no okay. matter what. Okay, hold on, let me. 20 and you said 14? Yep, I'm blocked in it. Oh, do you, you have a thought yet? Yeah, I haven't thought yet. Hold on, let me, let me give it. All right, go ahead. 14? I feel like I should change my number now because he didn't think. Well, make, we'll switch it, whatever you want. Make to your mind up, sir. 12. I'll go 11. It was 7. Let's go. Sorry. I'll take the dub. Give me the bottom one. <laughs> I gave him the bottom one. That's the price of his white, right type shit. <laughs> 700. 701. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Uh, All right, so go ahead, bro. I didn't want to All right, what I, realistically, like, I, I've already been kind of giving hints. Like, I've said earlier that I really think the NFL is semi-rigged and or they try and, like, have these officiating really pull games in one way. It has never been more fucking blatant in my life than that Monday night game. I lost my mind. That game, Benny, what Benny Cunningham... Y'all should have heard this, dude, man. He was screaming. What Benny Cunningham said is fucking real. Like, they... This game was an absolute and utter joke. And all I gotta say, Tony Correnti, yo mama a hoe. It's on sight when I see you. I'm not playing. You heard it here first, Tony Carrente. When I see you, your mama ho. You heard it here first. I'm trying to. I'm trying to throw hands with you. Like I'm done with you, Tony Carrente. That was that was absurd. The fact that he could throw his hip into my dude, Marsh, and then just try and brush it off like, oh, there is an emphasis. He was like pulling at it like a like a six shooter. His flag, you know, like it's high noon and he's in the OK corral and he thinks he's fucking wider. No, you're the bum who got shot off of the ricochet. Um. I'm I'm over Tony Corinthians. That was that that was an embarrassment of refereeing. The fact that he has the audacity to call the roughing the passers on fucking Ben Big Ben. Justin Fields gets smoked two seconds after he throws the ball. And he looks at him, he's like, man, I just thought he was running and he kind of just ran through you. He wasn't looking to hit you. And I love Justin Fields. Justin Fields is the GOAT already. One, he made amazing play after amazing play late in that game. With all the cards stacked against him, the other team, the reps, Roger Goodell, the NFL PA, uh, and the NFL's logo itself, all stacked (laughs) against him, he somehow almost prevailed and should have. 
Um, all of Heinz Field on top it was, of it was, it was <laughs> terrible tales and all. Joke, man. He got smoked and he called them out in the in the press conference. I loved it. They asked him, like, what happened on that? And he was like, I talked to him. And um, I said, you gave Big Ben that call a couple plays ago. It just needs to go both ways. And he's like, it just kills me that it never goes both ways. He gets fucking smoked every fucking week anytime he touches the ball. If Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or even Josh Allen scrambled and took the hits that that Justin Fields did, when Mika Fitzpatrick came down and blocked him, helmet to helmet, clear as day, and fucking depleted him, and they're like, nah, nothing. If that was Aaron Rodgers, if anyone depleted Aaron Rodgers like that, you'd have a life sentence in Azkaban. They'd reopen Azkaban just to put one person in it because you hit Aaron Rodgers like that. Like, I... He's got he's to slide. you got to get down. But it, do, it just doesn't matter. It, it's clearly rigged against because if other quarterbacks take that hit, they're getting the penalty. He he doesn't get the penalty. It was a fucking joke. And then the, if we want to talk about the marsh and, and that great sack and then the taunting penalty and the fact that he does this celebration every single time. And he looked at the, the opposite fan and the opposite sideline. Cool. And you know why he looked at the opposite sideline? Because earlier in the game when uh, – TJ Watt had the sack on Justin Fields. He literally sacks Justin Fields, get up, gets on one knee, looks at the entire Bears sidelines, and blows kisses to him. No taunting. Okay, cool. I'm going to go Mortal Kombat and do three backflips and look at your fucking uh, uh, sideline because it's clearly not taunting. It's it's all rigged. Literally, they had three opportunities, and the fact that like what well, just it kills me that and it really, the game. It it was it was late in the game. That's yeah. a that's a penalty specifically that just can't decide games like that. And what really kills me is that he didn't pull the flag out, and it didn't seem like he was going for it until he got bumped. Right, and he and, him. and he. Kind of like you, it's nah, blatant on the video. He like threw he, he threw his ass back, he and, it, and right. like it didn't seem like he was even thinking about throwing the flag until that little altercation. Right. So that's Tony like Parenti needs to get suspended. That's what fine. kills me. That like that hurts. Like the NFL mm-hmm. has to. He has to be. I don't know. Honestly, disciplined. Yeah. Find something like he has to these be. refs. Need, point these refs need yeah. to start being held accountable to right. making better calls in these games. Marsh had a great point. He's like, if I were to do that to him, I'd be disciplined, fined, and or suspended, and they can do that to me, and they can do it to us, and they're like gods out there. You know, no, they're pieces of shit who miss every single fucking call, and as soon as there's a replay, it, it totally discredits any referee out there it's a joke at this point it should all be digital because these dudes have biases clearly it's been proven um in all sports you know the tim donahue thing aside clearly reps have a thing and the fact that 65 percent of the bets in vegas were for the bears to win and then every single fucking penalty goes against them question marks no, Vegas needed that yeah, fucking bread back. What did you guys have? I know we're not even. I know I'm not even exaggerating here. It was like fourteen 12, or fifteen it was, penalties. It was we had we got hit for sixteen and twelve were accepted for like hundred and fifty something yards, bro. And the fact that like yeah, and, that, okay, and then that's the just end, like you really don't see that, that very often. The fact that we had like seven offsides penalties and it's like for a defensive offsides, especially Robert Quinn at the end, two in a row. The amount of times I watch games and I'm like offsides, offsides, offsides in the first, second, and third quarters is unbelievable. In any game, every fat defensive lineman has their helmet on the line of scrimmage and on the ball. Look at it. 80% of plays in the NFL, it'll be that way. Or an offensive lineman won't realistically be on the line of scrimmage. They're so far fucking back that they're not even on the line of scrimmage. 
And we get hit with two of them right back to back like that when they have no completions. It's like you guys the game. The game is rigged. Like the NFL is a fucking joke. It's rigged. And honestly, I had such a great moment of clarity this entire weekend. That's what I really drew from this. Is like I love that I have this amazing <laughs> quarterback now that I can root for and I cheer for my Chicago Bears. I am anti NFL. I'm anti the NFL establishment. I'm anti all of that. They're they're pieces of shit. And and, and it's. Honestly, they're doing shit that's going to get my dude hurt. Like it, it's getting to that point of like they are rigging these games so hard of like not calling penalties on Justin Fields where he's going to get hurt. Uh, Roger it's Goodell, all against Justin Fields. It is. Right. <laughs> Honestly, uh, Goodell is on side two. You know what's crazy, bro? You guys had more. You guys bro, had did more look at the yardage. Bro, yeah, look at the yardage. We doubled their yardage. Total yards four fourteen. <laughs> they had two eighty. You guys had twelve. Both twelve yards, <laughs> yards per play. You guys had seven point one. They had four point two. Yeah. Um, let me see. What was the other one? The big one. Yeah. Penalties, bro. You guys had twelve for one hundred and fifteen yards. They had five for thirty yards. How, bro? And three of them came on the in the fourth quarter late. They had two up until that point, and then they were like, "Holy fuck, there's a discrepancy. Let's throw a couple bullshit penalties for Pitts home field advantage." It was. It was literally a mockery of the entire NFL. If there was anybody that never watched NFL games. And started to watch that game, they'd be like, "You guys actually put money on this and cheer for this? This is completely rigged. This is more rigged than boxing." I will say, this is more rigged than we, boxing. We have kind of had like these. I hate, I hate to sound so biased because like the other one was the Niners Colts on Sunday night. Bro. Did we not like the way they talked about the Colts to start that game? We looked at each other like, "Oh, the okay. Colts are going to win this game." Yeah. And then I'm, the way they were talking about like how the Steelers are undefeated on Monday night, and, like all this ancient history about like way back, and they're like two hundred and zero and two or something when they're so and this and that, and it's just like the NFL likes to paint these images. It's kind of starting to well, because, I hate, and they're owned by Disney. So it's like well, they need it because it's like you put on the fans. So the fan that's actually watching it is like, there's all this hype of like, man, they're undefeated on Monday nights at home. Will they keep the streak alive? It makes it more of a story. It makes it bigger. The amount of times, if I had a dollar for every single time that they brought up that Monday night record or the fact that fucking Najee Harris was homeless as a kid, I'd be a millionaire. Like, and I, and I love the struggle. Like, I, I get it. That was the entire fucking broadcast. Najee Harris was homeless as a kid. Hey, man, Najee Harris was homeless as a kid. Look at that run, man. He was also homeless as a kid. He was also man, homeless. He, look at that he catch. Floor. Look at that, man. Him and his mom were living in a shelter, and they did all this. It was like, I get it. It's awesome. Like, bring light to it. But just the discrepancy on the way they talked about Pittsburgh versus the way they talked about Chicago. Chicago had 3% of the broadcast. 97% of it was Chicago, or was uh, Pittsburgh, and 70% of it was Najee Harris being homeless as a kid. It was unbelievable. Almost had to put it on mute. It was crazy. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to like the Colts game too, of just like how was all how high they were talking about Colts, Frank Reich, Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz, and how many. I mean, I know we're our defense isn't looking too hot this year, but how many times were we flagged for pass interference that night? Like eight times. I'm telling like, you, and and they set this whole stage of like they these commentators. I'm telling that I'm I cannot agree with you more. And you I can don't call say us conspiracy theorists, you can call us whatever, but the next Monday night game, folks, if you're listening. Please, within the first 20 minutes of their See how they talk about a certain team. One team. And you'll, you, there is a clear-cut discrepancy from one team to the other of how hype and positive that they talk about one team, and the other team will be all negative, and they'll shit on them of like, man, they haven't done good these games. They haven't done good. They haven't done good. Whatever whatever team they pick, put a million dollars on that team, and they're winning, no Mo- matter what. Monday be- night is Rams versus Niners. So it's a, honestly a perfect game. If they talk highly about the Niners and we win – 
going to be a little suspect. And if they put Tuck Hiley on the Rams, though, even, too, and, and it's, like, crazy. And it's like, still a like blowout or something? I'm, I'm throwing $1,000 on the Rams. Like, But, I mean, going back to this whole game, like, Tony Carrente and that shit, that is so absurd and ridiculous. He clearly threw his ass into him. The officiating across that entire game has been a joke. The officiating in the NFL is a complete joke. The fact that they cannot define a single rule. The NFL is literally, eh, what you think? Eh, what do you think? Ah, dude, what do you think about that? Like, there's no definitive, it's always like, up that, to interpretation. That's the tough thing with officiating, though. Like, there is room Bummer. for human error. There, But there needs to be... But the fact is, though, Jake, when when a majority of the people can look at a replay and 98% of all the public, plus the commentators, plus the coaches, plus the little girl eating popcorn in the stands, like, damn, that's a pass interference. You know, and they look at it and it's like, no, you know, whatever. It's like, and the fact that it, it's over and over at least seven times a week throughout all the games do I see a, a moment where it goes to replay, they say something, and everyone, including the commentators, like, Terrible call. That should have went the other way. Then they bring in Dean Blandino. Dean Blandino, what do you think? He's like, damn, I think that was a terrible call. Yeah. I, I would have went this way. I and love it. Mike Pereira, <laughs> what do you think? Oh, clear fumble on the field. <laughs> no. He was clearly, his hand was not down. And then they they pan back to the ref and they're like, uh, we're going to reverse it. His left pinky finger was down. And yeah. Fucking, Crazy. It's, his it's, his forward progress. Oh, that's just the credits then. Like, it's, it's a joke. Like. And that, that's all I got to say about that Bears game. I am really excited about Justin Fields. He looked great. He was the PFF highest rated QB of this week. Nice. He looked great. Um, he had that throw to Jimmy Graham down the middle, the throw to Allen Robinson, that throw to Cole Komet at the end, like the touchdown pass that he had that got thrown away on the random uh, James Daniels phantom block where he didn't even hit um, TJ Watt, and they threw the flag, and they're like, oh, they scored? Throw the flag. Uh he said the low block. Uh, he said illegal illegal low block. And then the rep and then literally in the in Lewis Riddick and the thing, he's like, no, there's only a low block if you're outside the tight end box. And they put the thing and he's like, no, that's clearly inside the tight end box. That's not a block. He didn't even hit him. Look at that. He didn't even hit him. And then they're like, no, that's a penalty. Reverse the give him a 10-yard penalty, and then we have to kick a field goal. It was like all I can say is I'm happy for Justin Fields. I'm happy for that we I we got a real one. The NFL, you're a fucking scam. That's all I can say. Tony Carrenti on site. Yo mama ho. I'm I'm done with this game. <laughs> Had to go on that rant. I'm sorry. I've been building I've been I've been flustered about that game for a minute. And I'm glad what I am happy about though is it was really the talk of the entire media for the last two days. Was I feel like our game and that call was a major part of it. You know? 100%. And the OBJ that stuff, was... but it was like everyone was even like, uh, come on, dude. Like and Cassius March too, I do you can't do that. Like, don't do that. Like, you idiot. Like, just go to the fucking sideline. Like, I know you want to celebrate, but, like, we can't risk it. But everything was clearly against us. Yeah. All right. Damn. Yeah, let's rail off these Week 10. Right? Yeah, we went, we went once like again. We, yeah. let's, go, let's go Week 10 quick predictions. Hit us off. Rapid fire, Nate. All right. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Let's go. Uh, Patriots Falcons was that is going to be the – oh, I'm sorry. That was a week 11. Ravens offense is going to be the Thursday night game. Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Both got Ravens? Yeah. Uh, next game is going to be the Falcons Cowboys. 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 Cowboys bounce back. All right. Saints, Titans. Titans. I'm going to go Saints. 
I think that I think the Titans are gonna have a little bit of a. They, I won't say they got lucky last week versus the Rams, but yeah, a good game. Right. They shut that offense down, and the Saints do not have an offense. Jaguars, Colts, <sighs> Colts, yeah. Uh, Browns, Patriots, Browns. Fuck, I want to go against you, but I just think this is gonna be like the. The true test for the Patriots, and if they win, I don't want to call them the, a real deal, but they'll compete. I'm going to go Browns. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bills, Jets. Oh, Bills. Bills are going to bounce back. Fuck, ah, Bills. Yeah, I can't can't give you a free game. Uh, Lions, Steelers. Steelers. Hmm. Bucks and Washington. Bucks. Yeah, Bucks coming off the bye too. They're gonna smoke. Not to retract a little bit, but are the Lions gonna be the first team to have multiple seasons not winning? Do it twice. Yeah. Yeah. No, they play us. (laughs) No. (laughs) Fields. Fields will sing my see winners that game. He's he's the goat already. Um, No, they they'll probably go winless. Yeah, they are good. Uh, Panthers, Cardinals. Cards. Even yeah. I mean, I mean the way they looked, granted, we looked like dookie, but our defense was Swiss cheese, but yeah. Carolina's not good either. No, they're Sam not. Sam Darnold's hurt again, and the, Colt McCoy should play again because they look good, and I think save Kyler Murray as many games as you can yeah. and save the reps off of him. And Colt McCoy got the job done. I think you stick with him, you know? I think... As long as you can rest him and even D hop, and you can still roll, try it. I mean, yeah. if you take one L, you take one L. You got the dub. Uh, run it again. Let him get one more week of rest. Agreed. But I still think they win. All right. Um, we got the Vikings Chargers. Chargers. The Vikings just find a way to lose. The Vikings That's will probably be up fourteen team. in that game too. I like the Chargers, but I'm gonna go Vikings just so we got some alternate games here. Okay. Uh, Eagles Broncos. I'll let you hmm. go first. I'm gonna go Broncos. I think they're gonna have some continuity of, off their dub versus the Cowboys, and uh, they're playing a lesser team. So I think the Broncos are kind of starting to find their identity with this one-two punch at running back. And yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm taking Eagles. Uh, Eagles played really well against the Chargers. Damn near could have won that game. Uh, Broncos. I really think that was a fluke. Dallas just had that really, really off game. Um, I've just seen that defense get carved up too much, and Jalen Hurts has looked pretty fucking good. So I'm going to go Eagles. Let's switch it up. Let's keep this. Yeah. Seahawks, Packers. Hawks. I'm going Green Bay. I think he's coming back. This I week. think Rodgers is coming back. And Russ is coming back. But I think Rodgers is coming back. So that's yeah. the. True. Yeah, yeah I just. Seattle's defense is uh, not shit. How much you want to bet he doesn't wear a mask on the sidelines? I'll put that, but I'm going to be a hawk. If I see it one time where he doesn't have a mask, I'm, I'm Watch it be it. all on DraftKings and shit. Right. Is, it, <laughs> is Aaron Rodgers wearing a mask? Yes or no? Yes or no. Plus 250. If he pulls it down, remember Gruden had it pulled down? Got to find 100K. If I see him pull it down one time, 
Not putting his Dean's going to have that shit tallied in. I will have it. I'll have him record Aaron Rodgers. and send it into the office. <laughs> and I don't want it to disappear like the Ray Rice tapes. I'm sending it directly to you, Roger Goodell. <laughs> I don't make it disappear. According to Dean, Rodgers is going to owe $1.5 million right. by the end of it. According <laughs> to me, he should have already paid He that. should have already paid, right. He should his... be suspended the next three games to set a precedent of you can't fucking manipulate our system and use a joke and try and talk around COVID. Like, this is a serious fucking thing exactly of, like, people right. are actually dying and the fact that he just thinks he can outsmart everybody. I'm immunized, you know, fuck it. You're a fucking douche is what you are. <laughs> Next. Well, who do you got? Seahawks Packers. I got Seahawks. Seahawks it is. Man. Uh, all right. Next <laughs> game was the uh, <laughs> Sunday night game is going to be the Chiefs and the Raiders. Me. Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs. Just as a heads up, guys, we are we're really trying to pull back on cussing and stuff, and the c word is off the table for us. And one slipped, but we're getting better. Guys. <laughs> Rams Forty Niners on Monday night. I didn't even pick this last game. No, you did. You said Chiefs. I did not pick a game. Who do they play? The Raiders. I didn't say anybody. I said, oh boy. Run the tapes back, because I wanted to say, let me run the tapes back. Bro, you said Chiefs. You said Chiefs. As soon as Jake said Chiefs, you guys both. No, I I meant to say, like, let me... No. But... Oh. (laughs) I'll take the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders. Thank you. Way to being a good guy. All right. And then the last game was the... um, Yeah. 49ers and Rams. Rams. (laughs) Rams. Blow out. He's like, oh, you're going to say I didn't say it's Kansas City? Who? Rams. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to – I'll die on the hill of the, of the Niners. That's I'm going to pick my team every you're week. No matter. Please bring me back and bury There's me. There's no hacksaw ridge. Ain't nobody coming to say <laughs> This it. ain't no behind enemy lines. <laughs> yeah. Done. That's it. Those are all our picks for uh, week 10. Let's get into our next segment. Yeah, uh, our uh, our power rankings. Are we think we know power rankings? Yeah, you know, guys. Uh, week nine's in the books. Uh, we're past that halfway mark. Like this was pretty much like the halfway of the year, and we gave you guys like our quarterly things, and these are our surprises. You know, our, our power rankings for the the first half of the season. Been a wild first half. I don't know. The NFL's been crazy this year. Just in it's general, been, the, the the upsets every single week, the big players having down weeks, randos, just balling out, the COVID stuff, injuries. Like, this year's been hectic. It's just been very unpredictable, too. It's not like those Weird. first few weeks we were kind of locked in and dialed in with picking winners and stuff like that. You know, every week is it feels like something's going on, yeah, whether it's with – Raiders cutting people or Rogers COVID stuff like that. It's just you never know what's coming. Yeah, so uh, but let's talk about it. So we're gonna give you guys our top ten. You know, we were gonna really like dial it in before, but we kind of wanted to make it an open discussion because they're gonna be teams that we you know differ on, and we want to keep it more authentic. Um, but yeah, we're gonna go. I think we should go. With who, you know, from top to bottom. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think so, too. Makes it a little bit easier to kind of yeah, fill in the slots. Yeah, to the top be a little bit too much. Yeah. For me. I think we should, yeah, go top to bottom, be able to yeah, fill in the slots from there. Um, so who's your guys' best team? Honestly, uh, despite their fluke this past week, I have the Bills. Yep. I think they're the 
one of the few teams in the league that has an offense capable of scoring 30, 35 plus. They also have a defense that's capable of forcing turnovers and holding you to 17 under. So uh, it's it's hit or miss, you know, kind of between them and Tampa Bay. But I think I got I think I got the Bills number one right now, halfway through. Yeah, I mean, you said my team. I got Tampa. I just being the defending champs, seeing just how they roll. I mean, coming off a of bye, I know they lost to the Saints, but uh, I just I can't go against Brady and that team. Like their defense is still kind of question marks, and they're this good. Like once they solidify that and get healthy in the secondary, and I, I got the Bucks, and I just. Any of these teams going against the Bucks, I wouldn't bet against the Bucks. With that offense, with that team, True. I feel like they can beat anybody any Sunday in the NFL. Uh, who you got is your first. And then I will say, like to counter off, counter off that, I feel like the Bills have one of the better offenses to attack Tampa Bay's weaknesses. As far as like True. Josh Allen and that passing attack on Tampa Bay's secondary which is, like, their biggest Achilles heel across the whole team. So I feel like – I mean, honestly, I hope those teams make the Super Bowl because it's going to be a shootout. But look at what happened when Josh Allen went against a good front in Jacksonville. He got fucking totally exposed. Yeah, true. And he couldn't escape. He couldn't do anything. Tampa Bay's front is ridiculous. You're not running away from Josh Allen, you know? Facts. Yeah. You're running away from JPP and Shaq Barrett and, and Dominic Sue and Vita, Vita Vea. Vea. And, yeah. You know, it's a whole other animal. You're not playing the, you know, one in 57 Jags. Yeah. <laughs> touche, touche. But, no, I, I respect it. Who, who do you got, Nate? Yeah, I same thing. Bills. The Bills? Yeah, I got the okay, Bills, Okay, well, two to one. We can go consensus. Okay. We have the Bills, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Number two, it definitely has to be the Bucks. It's not even a... It has to be. In my book, like, yeah, I clearly had them number one, so I'm. I, they have to be number two. If they're not yeah. in the top two and we... No, I have the that's podcast, that's right? a lock. <laughs> that's a lock. Right on number three. Yeah. Um. You, I kind of got one. I, I'm gonna say one too. Okay, go go go. You go that's, first. I'm gonna say the Ravens. Oh, okay. I like the Ravens because it's like how many come from behind wins do they have? I just feel like you can never count them out with Lamar. And like they do have capabilities on defense to create some some issues and whatnot. So. Might be high for three. They might be more four or five, but I'm gonna put them. I'm gonna put them in there because I just I feel like they always find a way to get it done and win. I I'm gonna say Tennessee. Okay. I just I mean, how many times do they have to like come out there and just shut everybody up to be like they're legit? Like they're going out there and beating very very good teams in dominant fashion. You still have them there even with Derrick Henry's injury though. I do even because look at the way they came out. I thought this was going to be a big thing for them to come out and smoke the Rams, smoke them. Like because that was this week, right? They played yeah. the Rams, yep. smoked them, and it was their defense that looked great. And if their defense is going to continue to play with that, they, they got the weapons on offense to score probably almost with anybody. Um, yeah, I got them as number three. I, I, who did you just have? The Ravens. The Ravens. I like that. I have the Ravens in my top five for sure. Uh, maybe even four, but I, I just like Tennessee a little bit more. I think, I, I don't know. They've had bigger wins. You know, yeah. I feel like the Ravens have been down in every game, you know, and that's almost True. a testament to like the team. True. You know, they've had to come back in every single game, you know, yeah. Tennessee's going out there and punch people in the face in the first quarter. Yeah. What, what, who do you have, number three? We're going to all mix it up, bro. I got the Bucks. 
The Bucks at two. No, we 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 locked in Bucks at two. Cool. Yeah. So who are we on? Sorry. Three. Three. Oh yeah. So I had Tennessee and and uh, Jake had uh, Ravens. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like the Rams. Okay. I like the Rams a lot. They're a high offensive scored team. They've scored. 261 points, and that's that's second most in the NFL behind the Cardinals, 277. True. They have a very you know nice what? Point Let's come to a, an I, I'm going to come to the agreement of I take all of that back. The fact that I don't have Arizona as number three, they're better than all three teams that we just talked about. Right. Arizona has to be number three. Right. That's would, almost disrespectful. You would, take, in the you would take Arizona over that Rams team? 100%. Would you? Healthy, healthy Rams team? Rams they they number, smoked them. Rams three. I think Rams... Rams three for sure. I put Cardinals right after him. Well, because you hate the Cardinals, you can't be biased on this, Jake. Like, you can't be like, "Oh, Rams." Kyle Murray. They smoked. They <laughs> I can be biased. They I smoked am. the I Rams am. when they were healthy, and they smoked you guys hurt. Like they look good. They're still. They were still only have one loss. Like all right, we'll put Cardinals three. All right, we, can we put have Cardinals to. Three. They beat the Rams. Like we can't put them. Well, then and, we, and put... we can't put we can't put the Rams above Tennessee because Tennessee just smoked the Rams. So they have to be behind them. Like mm, they I... have to be. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. Though. No, not like with Derrick Henry. Guy. That's on a game. I'm talking week in, week out. Yeah. That's just because just because they beat them doesn't mean they're better than them. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, that's but, what you play to find out. Yeah, but <laughs> overall, I mean, you don't but like, find out oh, like it's statistics. If we're, who's better? If we're talking right. about like strength of schedule, we got to go into that shit. You know, then it's I'm going Rams, man. Like you can't stray away from those guys. I just if they were to play again in the playoffs right now, I. Think the Rams win by more than six points. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. And, and that was get, that game was in Tennessee, right? No, it was, it was in SoFi. It was in LA. Yeah, uh, both games, Cardinals game and yeah, sure. and they're getting smoked at home. Sure. Well, they don't have a true home fan base. I mean, they really don't. how many times? How many seats do you need to put in there to get a home fan base? Probably. Sorry, the other teams travel better than the people who live in the city. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, like. Sell more tickets to locals. Get fans. The, but that's nah. how do they not? Everyone that talks, feeds into like what I'm maybe, saying maybe though, the because the Chargers they, don't have a home fan base, but I would say the Rams do. The Rams do the Rams because Rams they've been LA. they've been in LA before. You so know? yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, so hold on. Who do we got? We got the buck over oh, the Bills. So right Bills, now we got Bills, Bucks, Bucks, Cards, Rams. Bills, Bucks, Cards, Rams. I like it. And cool. it has to go. And it, it, has, it, okay, it has to go. It has, it has to go. go. Cardinals, Rams, and then it, the the Rams might as well just not even be in the top ten. Then right. I just put Rams <laughs> for you, dude, because the Rams are the best team in the league. Go five. Sean McYay. No, no other coach has a higher vert and bigger smile than Sean McYay. He has to be in the top five. All right. right. So then we had so number five. Then Titans was or or the Ravens or I hate to say it. Bitch ass Green Bay, or I just don't trust their defense to I don't, stop I think anybody. They suck. Not until Look at them without Aaron Rodgers right there. Not until they get OBJ. Can you put them up there yet? The the Green Bay. Mm-hmm. If they get Green Bay, I'll put them up there. Green Bay sucks. I don't even want to put them in the top ten. The way the Titans look, yeah, I would. I think I would take them over Baltimore. Me too. Oh. Let's go Titans five. Wow, sorry. I agree. Baltimore lost to the Raiders. <laughs> Well, I mean, if we ask you about the Raiders, we're a Super Bowl contender. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're number two. I don't know why well, you guys didn't even ask. Well, we beat you guys, too, so then we beat the Ravens. All right, you can be number one. That's we fine. still play the Ravens. Y'all can be number one. So then that's what the Bears are Super Bowl contenders, too. At that's this. Justin Fields is the best quarterback in the league right now. <laughs> All 
I would have told told anybody about that. He's made better throws this year than any other quarterback. Stop. All right, let's let's keep going. Let's just keep this pushing. Number six. Who do we got? Number six. So then I'll throw in the Ravens. I can I can Mm -hmm. agree with the Ravens. Should probably go Ravens and then Green Bay. And then Green Bay. Mm, I'll go Ravens. I'll agree with the Ravens. But then you got Cowboys at Green Bay. I was gonna say I almost I'm putting the boys over Green Bay. Honestly, that was a down week in my opinion. I know I'm biased, and I will admit it. I won't, I'll fight you guys on every opportunity to put Green Bay in the top ten. Cowboys have a better offense, and they have a better defense. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I'd, go, I'd go Dallas. I can agree with that. They're 3-1, three 3-1 and one, three and, three and one at home, 3-1 and home on the, on the road. So, yeah, yeah, I think that. Green Bay absolutely has to be the next team, though. Like, it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. They're, they're, they score points. Yeah, agreed. They have one loss. Yeah. Or two yeah. losses. Two losses. Now, yeah. And Wormers. Yeah. And Wormers. <laughs> and they got Evermectin out the ass. Yeah. All right. Evermectin fucking flown from the sinks. <laughs> so now was number seven, Green Bay. <laughs> so I go hunting with Joe Rogan to make jerky. <laughs> so where's the issue? <laughs> so uh, why are you guys on my back? Right. <laughs> you guys love Joe Rogan. Love me. <laughs> All right. Next people. Who do we got? Number, number eight now? Or is this yeah. Number... This is nine. Green Bay was eight. Oh, shit. Damn. We already Who was seven? We got Bills, Bucks. Cards, Rams, Titans, Ravens, Boys. Oh, the Boys. Green Bay. Shit, so nine. I think we got to start looking in the AFC West. I was going to say Chargers. Um, I'm kind of feeling Chargers. I'm also... I feel like we have to put Kansas City in there. I think so. Hell no. They're capable of beating anybody. If cool, they, but they if haven't they proven click... it. This year, it's got to be off of this year. It can't be off yeah, of last if we're year. we're going off, off this of year. Beating you guys in the Super Bowl. It can't be like off of none of this. Like... Yeah, no, if we're going off... Damn, you didn't have to go that far. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast over. No, I... I'm with Dean on that. I can't put the Chiefs in there yet. I think the... I want to put us up there, but we're not, we lost to the Giants. So, yeah, I think the Chargers are the ideal person to put at the number nine spot. No, let's put Browns there. I was going to say either the Browns, which I, I like the Browns almost more than I like the Chargers. Um, I think the Browns did the right thing getting rid of OBJ, and they can just go back to business as usual when Hunt comes back and Chubb's off COVID list and stuff like that. So yeah. The Chargers beat the Browns. Yeah, but I was with the healthy team too. Just with Chargers are first in their division though. I'm gonna go I'm going Chargers. Let's Let's go Chargers Chargers and then Browns to finish. Yeah, I can finish Browns at number ten. Or mm. No, I just was looking through. Browns are better than any other team that we haven't talked about. They're better than the Colts. They're better than you guys and the Chiefs. They're better than Cincinnati. They're better than the Patriots. Yeah, I'll do it. They're better than the Vikings and the Saints. Yeah, all the Browns in there. Let's go Browns for sure. But COVID taking them out this week. We'll see how long that lasts. So there's our top ten through the first half of the season. Not bad. So our top ten of our we think we know top ten. Collectively, you know, there was discrepancies <laughs> among friends, but collectively as a group, we were able to decide. Um, coming I still want to argue one, this Cardinals we'll, Rams thing. Yeah, this uh, well, number one spot Bills right now. Um, lost to arguably the worst team in the league, but Jake has a number one. Uh, no, we have, <laughs> we have a number one. We have a number one, two Bucks, three Cardinals, four Rams, five Tennessee. Six Ravens, seven Cowboys, eight Packers, 
nine Chargers, ten Browns. I feel like it's pretty accurate yeah. top ten. I that feel like it right. is too, and it's it seems unbiased. And it's We're a little not, bit more different. It's than not like yeah, PSFs, exactly. ESPNs, and all that. Everyone still so has Kansas City in their top five and Somehow. shit. Like, they're not. You know, they're not there. No, they're not top ten either, dude. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I think we figured that out. Right, yeah, I mean, uh, I I like that. That top ten is uh, with uh, that, I, I like it. So let's get into the parlay. I'll give this parlay real okay, quick. So the parlays, we've been shitting and stinking the bed. Bad. <sighs> the NFL's been shitting and stinking. It's a the good bed. week this week though with matchups. I think this one is good. I, I felt we even before the last two weeks we've gone into it like these are kind of weird fucking weeks. Yeah, you know, into those bets. Even though this last week I felt very confident, but... This one feels better. The, the Bills are just... We had a lot of money on the Bills. I had a lot of money on the Bills. I bought, I bet them, and I bet them like three more times, and none of them hit because they didn't win every fucking quarter. They had nothing. It just... That, that's not going to happen again. That Bills is usually a safe bet to get in there to boost your odds. Yeah. You know, They're not the one that's going to tank it. Yeah, Josh Allen is Josh Allen isn't playing Josh Allen this week, so I think exactly. we're safe. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll no be Josh right. Allen I think more. we're safe. No Thank oxymorons. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. What so do we with, got? So with that, I know uh we try to keep it small. This one we did get a little crazy. Uh we got the seven leg, but we liked this one because we went alternate lines and this week just seemed a little bit more mellow. This one was a seven leg parlay for plus twenty four fifty seven. Not bad. We got Ravens money line. Cowboys minus six, which is an alternate line. They're minus eight right now. We have the Browns money line. It's going to be a weird game. They're actually the underdog versus the Patriots right now at plus two. But Browns just seem a little bit more complete and like a little bit more consistent. So we like the not Browns. New England. I, I like that Browns. Even with Chubb and, out. And then. Yeah. Ernest that, Johnson looked good. That was also a big boost to the line. So right. like it was a bet we liked and it fanned the odds pretty good. We got Bucks minus nine and a half. That's another alternate line. They're like minus. No, I don't. I don't think that is alternate. That's a regular one, actually. The Bills and the Cards are the alternates. Yeah. We took Steelers money line, Easy. which is a. Uh, eh, it's gonna it's gonna be a weird one. I uh, they play the Lions. You just never know. Yeah. But it's in Heinz Field. Yeah. And the Lions, uh, despite all the motivational speeches, yeah, you know, I think it's. Safe to say, Safe to say Steelers are going to win that game unless something crazy happens. Right. We got uh, Bills minus six and a half. We took an alternate line there just because what they did last week. Yep. We don't know what team's going to show up. They're probably going to come out fired up, ready to redeem themselves, and prove to be the number one team like in our power rankings. Yeah. Ho- hopefully. What was there? What was there? Wasn't there? Weren't they like 11 and a half? I think they were minus 11 yeah, and a half. See, we couldn't do that much. That was so. just a little. Yeah. Eh. I don't want that. And then uh, we got the cards minus six and a half as well. I think they were minus ten and a half. Yeah. But we don't know if they're going to sit Kyler. I hate saying it. They did look good with Colt with the quick, the quick scheme. The quick passes worked really well for them. Yep. Um, yeah. but we just it's weird. So we went minus six and a half. Switched the lineup, and and there it is. I I did take that that parlay as well. I bet five dollars fifty cents for one hundred and forty two. So nice really, thing. really good really, odds. Really good yeah. odds. Not a bad little one. I like that. And, and we, we haven't been hitting them, but I, I feel more I really comfortable like and this confident with this one. Confident about and like in week. like three weeks, four yes. weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, no, as long as you're not that random fucking stinker, which you know happens, but I, I feel confident in this week. Yeah, this one's a good one. 
I feel like the only one that's going to throw this one off is if somehow Taylor Heineke pops off and Washington yeah. football team loses by a field goal. Right. But Tampa Bay's been crushing. So. They should be okay. And they're coming yeah. off a bye week. You were saying that earlier. Yeah. Coming off, and, and Brady, coming off, off, coming off an L, too. Yeah. And then a bye week. Brady so off, they're going to come Brady's out. Brady's going to come out. He's not happy. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like it. Um, But let's uh, let's get a quick little word from our boys over at Hemp House before we move on. We would like to take a second to thank our dope-ass sponsor, Hemp House. Feeling foggy? Got any lingering pain? Possibly hungover? CBD is a great option for you. Available in multiple forms, including pain creams, gummies, and tinctures, Hemp House has everything you need. Visit their website at www.hemphouseaz.com. That's www.hemphausaz.com. And use promo code WeThink to receive 20% off any order. That's www.hemphausaz.com. And use promo code WeThink. Go get you that 20% off, baby. Yeah, moving on though. Like, let's uh, let's get into UFC fucking 268. Great card. Great card. Great card from the rim. We got into a banger off the rim. That was... That opening fight may be the best opening fight in UFC of history. all time, yeah. And honestly, it was a fight that I was really, really looking forward to, to a possible, like, that almost should have been a title fight. You know, like, I really wanted, like, Gaethje to get that belt. He's already been, like, the interim belt holder and then lost to Khabib and stuff. And Chandler, I feel like, had that chance to beat Oliveira. Like, fucking, you know, starched him a couple times. And shout out to Oliver, he ate him and everything, but that was just an exciting, I knew they were going to fight like that. The chin on Michael Chandler is just it's ridiculous. Like, and the chin on Gaethje, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chandler was landing bombs, and like you could tell it was dropping his hands thinking he was going to fall. And Gaethje's just like, what else? Yeah. What you got? Oh, yeah. And the fact you know, that he was like, those leg kicks, that dude's leg, and he was still running around at the end. It was deformed. He was hobbling. Well, he would no, but at the end, at the end, when he was just like still getting, in, granted, adrenaline's hitting you, but yeah. he probably hasn't been able to walk since. Um, <laughs> incredible fight. Yeah. And I was really pulling for Chandler. I really like Chandler. He's probably my favorite fighter right now. Like that, Bones Jones isn't fighting, and he's just you know popping nines out yeah. the windows, um, <laughs> doing I, donuts on the sixty. <laughs> yeah, not giving a fuck, right. doing John Jones type shit. Right. I really like. I like Michael Chandler. He's come in and just been a fucking firecracker. Yeah. Literally coming in, starching homie, first round KO, and then instantly getting that title shot, fighting Oliveira, coming out like Had a, a shot to of, win. Bad out of hell. Tagged him a couple times. Looked like he was going to get submitted early in that fight. Got out of it and then starched him and then got starched. Because like, yeah. he got overly aggressive and got tagged with one. But clearly like had an opportunity to win that fight. And then fighting Gaethje, who... Probably is the best brawler in the entire UFC. Right. Who the only dude he really lost to was Khabib, and clearly no one can beat him. Like, you just can't out-wrestle the dude. But Gaethje throws fucking blows. Bombs. Bombs on the legs, bombs in the hands. And they just obliterated each other. That was a great fight. That was a battle royale. He even said it at the end, too. He's like, man, we're in the wrong time. Like, we're fucking gladiators that should be in the Roman Coliseum right now. Because this was off the chain. Yeah, Yeah, and both of them probably could have went two more rounds and just beat the piss out of each other. Yeah, I would have liked a five-round fight for sure. Definitely. Mm -hmm. That's 
And you know who knows? That was such an exciting fight. It might end up being a co-main event rematch. Yeah. We might get it. Yeah. And the thing is, is like for not being a title fight, I would pay to watch a rematch. Yeah, because like, I mean, Gaethje's next fight's clearly going to be a title fight. It has to be after, Oliveira. Right. After well, Oliveira fights uh, homeboy for that belt on the next yeah, big card. But I'm saying like he has to fight the winner of that. Like yeah. if Gaethje doesn't fight the winner of that, well, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, Oliveira fights Poirier. Yeah. Um, and and didn't Gaethje starch Poirier or is it the opposite way? Honestly, no, no, I'm not that loyal of a fan. But I've just no, really I mean, gotten into it. Yeah, so he it, fights but... Poirier, but I, I, I like Gaethje, you know, and I, I would like that rematch, you know. Yeah, anyone, Mike, anyone, Michael Chandler fights, I'm watching because that dude is electric, and he comes out throwing, man. Yeah, yeah. Even that second fight was like, it seemed more boring because the names weren't as big, and oh. it was uh, like a lesser of the tears, but. Man, that was a fight, too. That Corintillo, they were saying Corintillo, so let me say it that way in case they probably have the right enunciation. Um, he's a he's going to climb up these ranks, and he's going to end up being ranked here within the next few fights if he can get some dubs. He fights hard, and he throws. Yeah. That was that was a good little second fight. He too, right? He did. And, but the thing is, he did not but, stop throwing. But he did not entire... stop. He was and just the pressing. The other dude was a really good fighter, but uh, he caught Corin, that Corintillo with a few shots. But overall, I felt like Quarantino was the aggressor and threw a majority of the the shots that entire fight. Right. Like yep. He he looked good, and I never even heard of either of those fighters. Both of them put on a really, really good fight. And that's almost like worst-case scenario. I don't know those dudes. I don't know if they fought on a main card before. Odds are, if they have, it hasn't been many of main cards. So the fact that like you have to then follow up that Michael Chandler-Justin Gaethje fight, it was like people were booing it in the beginning of like, oh, man, it wasn't exciting as the other fight. I still really liked it. I thought it was a really good fight. It was, it was a good exciting. fight. They were they were trading and they were throwing blows. And if, and if they didn't, if Gaethje and Chandler didn't open up the card, that would have been an amazing starting fight to the card. And then for Gaethje and them to be second, you know, kind of deal. But they were just getting booed, and I just want people to think like, oh man, it wasn't exciting as that first fight. It wasn't as good. Like that was still a really good fight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then the third fight was the Cheeto Vera Frankie Edgar fight, right? Yeah, yeah, that was it. man. And, I know you guys bet Cheeto. Frankie was putting him on him. I just don't think he has it anymore, man. He was winning that fight before he got knocked out, in my opinion. He had done enough to win that fight. Had tagged Cheeto enough. I just... The only thing I have against Cheeto Vera is, in my opinion, uh, my boy... uh, Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley was piecing him up before he broke his foot. And then he couldn't walk. And then Cheeto Vera, like, you literally could see he stopped kicking, he couldn't move. Cheeto Vera pieces him up. And then doesn't say anything about him getting hurt, which was blatant. He's like, I beat the piss out of him. Like, I told you guys this would happen. He was just so cocky afterwards. It was just like, bruh, we all saw that dude got hurt before you knocked him out. Like, you, yeah. you didn't do nothing. I hope special. those two guys rematch just because of the circumstances with O'Malley's ankle and whatnot. Like, those nerves and shit. That would be a, that would be nice to see. But he pieced, I just, mean... At Frankie Edgar got him a couple of times, but that kick to the face, he melted Frankie Edgar's entire face. Yeah. It literally looked kick, like he dug his big toe all the way from like the bottom of his throat through his nose. Which yeah. is crazy because like, was- Anderson Silva was the first person to get a knockout on a front kick like that. And it's just cool to see like within what was that, probably eight years ago, how many front kick how many front kick knockouts there have been of like people are really putting that in their arsenal of like you're within jab distance, you have to watch that front kick. It's enough, you know, there's enough power coming with that to 
put you to sleep. Oh, yeah. And that was dope. That was a good kick. I can't I can't take that away from Cheeto. That was a good win. Frankie Edgar is definitely I don't know if he'll fight again. I don't think he won his last fight. He's old. He's had injuries. He's got to hang it up. He's probably a U, uh, UFC Hall of Famer. You know, he's oh, fought definitely. so many times. He has like the, I don't know, they were saying all his stats that he's had. It's like he has the most ring minutes of anybody. Um, so he's a Hall of Famer, but it just, these old dudes watching him like this at the end, <clears throat> no old fighter goes out on top. You know? No, that's why. That's they that's just why, they never know when to hang it up. They just always gotta go out on my shield. But well, that's it's like, why, homie. Now you have CTE, bro. Like yeah, that, facts. and you're gonna be in a wheelchair in 15, 20 years, not speaking right because right. you don't know when to stop. Yeah, and so it's I I don't know. I think it's I think it's time for him. That's look at Henry Cejudo. He was just like, look, I, I accomplished all this. I'm a, I'm done. You know, and just like hasn't fought. I have a weird thing. He'll fight a couple more times before he's like legitimately done, because he just walked away when he was champ peak. Yeah. You know, so I think though Dana will bust out that purse to be like, all right, bro. Instead of five, here's eight point five. But the thing is, like, you have to come get, fucking fight. There has to be a young dude that is in that weight class that's worth fighting for him to come back. They have to like make it a big fight because right now in that weight class they had to already cut the, the the lowest one, so he had to move up in weight because he beat Mighty Mouse for that belt, and then they got rid of Mighty Mouse, and then they moved up and they got rid of that lowest class. So he went there, won the belt, and then same thing's gonna happen with Usman too. What not, I'm thinking, not to just like who, not to who, skip a fight. Yeah, but who can like who is there for Henry Cejudo to come back and like make it? Because I think that's. I think actually isn't that Peter Yan's uh, yeah. belt? Yeah. I think that's Peter Yan and uh, well Aljamain Sterling's belt. Yeah. Peter Yan's fucking belt. If he didn't knee him in the head while he was down, he'd still be the champion. Yeah. yeah. So piss me off because Aljamain Sterling got his ass whooped. Yeah. Um, and then gets hurt and then uh, anywho, we're not talking that fight, but um, yeah, that was yeah. It's gonna take a lot for Henry Cejudo to come back out, but the only reason I was really talking shit on um. Uh, uh, Cheeto Vera, Cheeto Vera yeah. um, was that shit he did with Sean O'Malley. I mean, he's a good fighter, but I just that shit just really rubbed me the wrong way. I was I was rooting so hard against him. Yeah, and then we go to that next fight, fellas. Y'all bet. I told you, Thug Rose. Bet, bet Thug Rose. Shut How many up. times? And you were just like, man, he was just a random, you know, first round knockout. I'm like, Thug Rose is the truth. Hey, and that's really what I thought because Zhang was knocking everybody out before that fight. Right. You know, like she really was just mauling everybody, kind of like on Killing a Nunez that. run. So it was just like, I thought it was, she got lucky with the kick. I don't want to say lucky because she's definitely, you can tell she's highly skilled. She's champ. But it just, I, I don't know. I thought she was going to come out. Fired out and pissed off, but Zang looked timid and yeah. scared of getting knocked out again. Right, she was so compact. And Rose used that to her advantage, got takedowns, loose, like, controlled the ground the whole time. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. Shout out and, to if Rose. If you look at Zhang though, it's like she doesn't have the longest arms to begin with, but I feel like she was playing so plain, fighting so compact the entire fight. I'm just scared of like knowing that hit can come. Right. So your hands are tight to be able to try and block that kick. You know, like I feel like. That knockout Rose had on her fucked her up because I feel like this And Thug Rose is just like her dream or mismatched nightmare. Like longer than her, taller than her, mm-hmm. lanky. Yeah. Has the is reach. Is he aggressor? Yeah. Right? You know, you know, so you're just, fighting in the defensive the whole time. Is a great, you know, grappler too. So even if you do take her down, she's getting out of it. Yeah. Um, Thug Rose, yeah. I, 
She, she, that was that was a great win for Thug Rose and one that she needed because she had that one loss against Andrange when she got dropped on her head. Yeah. And it was right in the She was giving Andrange the smoke. And she wasn't. Then she just got a random thing. She gets picked up and dropped right on her head. And if she would have been dropped any other way, she would have won that fight. She gets dropped right on her head, gets knocked, knocked out. out. Yeah. Fight again. Whoops the fuck out of Andrange. You know what I'm saying? It's like Thug Rose is the truth. Um... And yeah, I mean, I know you guys bet, which is a smart bet because Zhang was killing everybody and, you know, she was, but she came in, not the champ as the favorite, which is great. And that's why I bet Thug Rose all the way. She was the underdog too. I'm like, done. Yeah. Crazy. Being the champ and be the underdog. Talk about disrespect. Yeah. Crazy. And then we get to the champion. I mean, the, the, the main, main event. The main event. Pretty solid. Um, Usman's the real deal. I don't think. Assassin. It's, I think it. Uh, there's always those cra- crazy random things that happen, but I don't think we're going to see him lose for a while unless someone crazy comes in within the next few months. I just... He'll have that belt for the next few years. I don't... Yeah, I don't... Unless, like he, unless he decides to go around? up 20 pounds and, like, go up a couple classes and, like, really... I just... Exactly. I don't see it. Covington looked good. You, know, you can tell he has the cardio. He just didn't have the power to, like, really bring it to someone like Usman. I mean, he... He definitely dazed him a few times, and, and like, I think Covington was really trying to get to that fourth and fifth round and gas him out and then put it on him, and you can tell it kind of worked in his favor, but he just didn't have enough to, like, put him on his ass. And you could just tell, like, he he hit Kamaru a couple times and, like, stunned him, but it was like every time he did go in, he'd get smoked by Kamaru a few times. He'd be like, ooh, and you could see it in his face of like, fuck. Yeah, let me you know, pump the brakes And then he bit. gets tagged a couple times. And even like on the ground, like Kobe's a great wrestler, like never gets taken down. Kamaru got him down a couple times. That was huge. Yeah. It was late in the fight while they were tired. And Usman has 100% takedown defense still. Ridiculous. Which is like unheard of. Like no one takes this dude down. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I mean, but who can? And those takedowns and like... Just the power and like establishing the jab, like he he dismantled Kobe. And Kobe had a couple times, like he you know he hit him a little bit. But if you watch the majority of that fight, Kobe Covington, you got your ass whoop, boy. And I hate him. I honestly will come out. I, I hate Kobe Covington. I think he was a nobody, and then he started following Trump, and then all of a sudden became like you never heard of Kobe <laughs> Covington before he wore, wore the Make America Great Again. Hat and then just all became super Trump and then became a became a figure and like okay like you need to sell fights and you need to be a villain or a little bit so he just tried to be that villain role of like you know uh, all the you know the red states and all the Trump supporters are gonna fucking love me blah 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 like I'll get fights but he ain't about it and his big fight was against Tyron Woodley and Tyron Woodley clearly was at the end after Usman already killed Woodley and Woodley's just done like he had his run. Who has Colby beaten, though? Like, I don't follow it enough to, like, know who Colby's beaten, but the two times I saw him fight Usman, he got pieced up. Colby's not good. No. And he's a bitch, so. Yeah. I don't understand why that close. Uh, why. I don't know, man. I feel like there should have been a knockout, too. Colby, I guess he's got a chin, but Usman, I don't feel like Usman went for the knockout this fight either, though. Like he, I really didn't even feel like he had to. No, there was a he couple times where He didn't even look dazed at the end. He right. is a former welterweight champ, Colby Covington. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, he yeah, had he that belt because he was like, I'm getting my belt back. Right. And no. Not against Usman. Nobody's getting it. Nobody's touching Usman, bro. No, no and nobody. he was uh, he was 16-2 and two before this fight. So 16-3 and three now. So, I mean, he has a record to back yeah, it up. He did his thing. That poking the eye bullshit, too. 
I get he got him, but still, still a bitch. Yeah, I just I I the way Kamaro, I no one's beating him for a while. At least anybody in that weight class that I've been watching, Kamaro's gonna dismantle. I really thought Gilbert Burns had a shot because he comes in like an animal. The way Kamaro Usman dismantled Gilbert Burns made him, and, he, and Gilbert Burns had him. Yeah, yeah, and then totally lost all faith and morale and positive like collapse. Kamaru Usman is an assassin. That man may be the best pound for pound, pound four pound fighter in the world. And everyone wants to give it to Francis because he's the biggest and he's the scariest. Technically, I would say Kamaru. The dude doesn't get taken down. He takes you down when he wants, and he'll knock you the fuck out in any of his punches. His jab yeah. busts your face, and his fucking hook coming in puts Masvidal to sleep and breaks his neck. Like yeah. it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Great he, card though. He definitely pound for pound, and yeah, it was one of the better cards in a minute. It was we were pound we were buying it. John Jones. Going. We decided we were buying it off rip. Yeah. No, no questions asked. No pirating going on over right. here. I'm on my way. We are not <laughs> missing this shit. Welcome, no Dana. legs. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Dana. You Piece motherfucker. Yeah. Pay your fighters. Right. Pay your fighters. <laughs> Get <them> insurance. <laughs> Let's start there. Hey, man. He pays his fighters more than Oscar De La Hoya pays his fighters, I'll so that's that. a win. I'll give him it's that. like if that's a good comparison. Like, well, I pay more than Oscar De La Hoya pays. Well, Oscar De La Hoya is a bum. Right. Like, so are you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is this true? Yeah, great card though. Um, happy to talk about it. Like that was just a very, very exciting fight. And I mean, we love UFC. Anytime there's a really big card like that, <clears> we <throat> make it a point to watch. We don't miss it. And it was to the point like I just love that. Dane was pretty much like, fuck you, Canelo. Like, I'm putting this whole great card on. That's I, I meant to bring that fight. up, too. Because it was, it was totally purposeful. Like, that Caleb Plant-Canelo fight was planned for a minute. And they're like, we have to put this great card together yeah. to take viewership. And it took my viewership. And I, I was like, yo, Nate, pull that Canelo fight up. I want to watch it, too. Not once did I glance to look at the Canelo fight. No. Not once. That's... I mean, the plant, though, nobody I, had I, plant winning, bro. Nobody had plant winning, but it was also one of the more exciting boxing matches. Yeah. That's I don't want to put it up to par of, like, the Fury versus Wilder. Yeah. But a close close comp, you know what I mean? This fight was a – he's the first super unified champ, you yeah. know? Like, there was a lot on the line of this fight. Of that weight class. Of that, no, of that weight class. No, I – I mean, that's – There's three that's other self, weight classes in boxing. Self-explanatory. <laughs> But, but no, yeah, I feel but, like, no, and it, yeah. it was a big fight. Um, yeah, no, just kind of like I feel like they should have had that lined up more. Like I get it; it's the competitive nature, but that's kind of shitty. Like as viewers, we want to be able to watch both of those. So as, as a viewer, I do want to watch both. As like competitors, I understand putting on the same night of like, <clears throat> you know, pull it out and see what's up. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but no, it, it was. Definitely a fuck you moment to Absolutely. pull the ratings by yeah. Dana. Good for him. Because I watched the fight, though, too, and Canelo fights are good. You know, boxing, I, I do enjoy watching boxing, but at the end of the day, I just look at boxing, and there's so many times where I'm like, this is rigged, too. So it's, almost, so it's, more, it's more rigged than the motherfucking NFL. Unless there's a knockout, there's controversy. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <Yeah>. So <laughs> one judge has it 69-63, one guy, and then the other judge has it 68-64, the other guy. Right. So it's like, what... How yeah. did this even? Yeah. What what's going on here? The separation in, in judges' scorecards in boxing is laughable. <clears throat> but no, great card. I mean, we're definitely going to be talking 
big UFC fights when they come on. Like, we want to talk all sports, and that was a big-ass card and an exciting card. And if you guys watched it, you guys know. Like, that was – my adrenaline was pumping that entire card. Mm-hmm. So, you know, props to Dana White for putting something together like that. Like, I was – that Michael chandler Gaethje fight really got me. Like, my adrenaline was racing yeah. after that fight. So, I was amped the whole night. But, no, really, really dope. Um, let's shift, though, again. Let's get into, you know, our final segment, our We Think We Know segment, which is the metaverse. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Meta, formerly known as Facebook, um, is coming out with a metaverse. It'll be a, a virtual um, reality, augmented reality combination. Mixed reality. You know, mixed There's... reality of like your a- actual surroundings with AI um, to be in, you know, an all immersive experience to play games, to work from home. Uh, the metaverse is, is scary and kind of futuristic. Like this is ready player one type shit. I mean, when this yeah, show, we're we really getting talk about it. Like, I, I don't know, like initial thoughts. I know we, we watched the video, um, that, um, what's his name? The Facebook dude, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Zuckerberg, you know, did like introducing the metaverse and explaining. Or should it. we call him Clone Zero Zero Two Three Seven? Right. Yeah, homie just looks like a fucking robot. He don't look real. It he does. does not. It looks like you took the robot from iRobot and put painted skin on him and put away. That's a hundred percent. What is that? Yeah. I guess that's what Adrenochrome does to you. For real, he <laughs> oh looks like the actual God. avatar itself. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you can play as me or as me. <laughs> <laughs> you pick. Yeah. You play as Mark or as Zuckerberg. The, cool, um, the coolest thing I saw, bro, was that work from home shit. That yeah. was really oh, cool. Like, the, visually, yeah. Sorry, no, the, shop, but like, it, like you put your glasses on and you're you're in your office as your avatar, and you're in the office and you see the other people in the office and they see you in your office as your avatar through their glasses. Like it is. It's Ready Player One. If you guys have watched Fucking Ready crazy. Player One, it really is. Like, this all-immersive thing of, like, even home, he was talking about it. Like, you put your glasses on, and you make your home look how you want it to look. So you can live anywhere, and you put it on, and you're on the beach in Bali. Or you're in, you know, the, the tundra of Siberia, or, you know, a, a lake house in Wyoming. like Or a where, penthouse in Dubai. Right, yeah, wherever, you wherever you want to live, whatever view you want, you can have that. And... Um, I really feel like this is kind of like the future and it's scary, but it's kind of like also could be really cool. Like people, you know, you live in an apartment building that you see every day and you look at the white walls or you come in and it's like, wow, there's, you know, the coast of California or a spice to the life. You know, and it it will. um, But it's it's a fucking trip. This is literally where everything's going. They're talking 100%. about having banking and everything on this and having stores available in the metaverse to actually buy things. Which in a virtual reality you're buying, you're gonna be able to walk through the mall, shop, buy shit from the cart, and shop to you, have it sent to you, and do all that virtually. But you're gonna be able to go and walk through that experience, pick up that from new home. pair of Jordans in your hand, and like be submersed in that experience. Pull up on your screen real quick. Okay, here's my uh, point zero three bitcoin for my shit and here i am now and i my jays are going to be here delivered to my house in three days right like it's a it's getting crazy i think personally i'm more excited for like the video game aspect of things of like how sports games are gonna look like i'm a big madden guy so like to be able to play quarterback vr drop back in the pocket and throw some passes pretty dope um yeah i'm i'm just honestly 
little hesitant because I think like anything in this world, it's going to get abused. You 100%. know, oh, and that's why I'm kind of scared about it too. Because it's going to be freaking exciting. Yeah. It, and the thing is, like, the positives that can come from this are limitless. Like this, will, this will be their new society. It has, it has a chance to be the way we interact with each other going forward in the future, you know, yeah. all virtual reality. If you work be, in the office, this is the future, you know, and, but yep. it also, there's always people who manipulate systems and take advantage of that. And there's always that fear. And because people see a, an, a situation they could take advantage of, they just naturally do it. And there's just pieces of shit out there that have to take advantage of yeah. all the other folks. Um, but just from the positives of this, it's it just, it's, I'm excited. It's cool. It's it's new. It's futuristic. It's you know Star Trek. It's um, Blade Runner. It's it's exciting. The fact that like you know they're showing like you wear your glasses going down the street and a street artist can put over a graffiti. You know, um, yeah, that was really you know cool. like the the visuals of like an interactive visual yeah. thing that comes at you and you can like take it and put it in places and share it with people and they can see it the same way you do and just put like. Hints and clues anywhere around, you know, uh, the the real world. But you wear your, you know, augmented glasses that is, you know, the real world and the virtual reality all in one, which is crazy to me. Of like, you know, you play this layers. Game, of, you come, yeah. you come and play this game, and you put it on the table, your real table, and then you see it, and it's on your table, but it's in the glasses, and everyone can see it. Like, this is next. It's gonna level be so. Shit. Yeah, this is I crazy, think, and it'll take a while, I think. But I mean, who would have thought? This Look, is my favorite thing right here. Not to, this is going to be the most useful thing. The oh. mixed reality where you can wear the glasses, look down, actually write on the paper and write yeah. notes or be able to look at your phone and send a text. But then when you look up with your glasses, yeah, the, you have your work email and the internet browser and yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. This the is the three screens and like everything, it just... It really is going to be the future. It's crazy. I like I, the, it's, I'm hesitant. It's going to take a while. But look like where we have come in the last like 20 years. You know, I just turned 28. Like I have like 20 years, I would say, of like legitimate memories. Like I remember legitimate when the internet started, or at least when my family initially first got internet and we had dial up. And then yep. it was like the only thing and after dial up, <laughs> we had normal internet and then all you played was your normal computer games, pinball, uh, mind, mind sweep. And then you had your AOL messengers and you just had all the bots you would talk to MySpace. and shit like that. And then it went to MySpace. And then we, we were there for the start of MySpace. We were there for the start of Facebook, like to see just where social media has gone. And then we got Instagram, Instagram. and Snapchat right. and, ev- you know, every, you know, and then TikTok. And TikTok. now, now it's like moving into this and, um, it's, Every new platform has got a little bit more immersive, a little bit more personal, a little bit more um, invasive, I would almost say, into your life. And I feel like this one has that opportunity to be even the most invasive into your life. So there are positives, but I feel like there are a lot of negatives of like, I mean, you think there was like people really trying to like put on for just the screen you were looking at? Imagine like actually being immersed in that entire environment of like, you know, kind of being an outcast in the normal world and being an outcast in the metaverse. Like I just... There, this is like we're. This is uncharted territories, and it's uh, gonna get weird. Very <laughs> weird. There's gonna be a lot of weird shit, but it's gonna all happen within our lives. Of like, by the time we all die, knock on wood. Hopefully, it's of age. You know, late. Um, 
I mean, this is all stuff that's happening right now. That's what I'm Imagine saying. Imagine the, the metaverse time, in 10 years. In 50, yeah, exactly. Like, there'll be a new metaverse. Like, we'll, everything will be virtual and augmented reality. Like, we will only, it'll be to the point where we just have contacts and we just see everything visually. Yeah. Like, that, we won't that have movie phone, we won't have anything. replicas with Keanu Reeves, I yeah. think, is going to be us in 50 to 100 years. <laughs> like, you're just going to be able to take your consciences. Upload it to a chip and then convert yourself into an AI robot. Yeah, and just go from and body to body. Kind because of at the end of the day, what fails us is our organs and shit yeah, like that. You right. know? So if you can download that into a chip and you have this AI, uh, we could go. It's We're going down a weird rabbit tunnel right now. So it's curious to see. But you know what? This is the first. I'm real, strapped in though. This right? is ready. the first like real domino that's going to fall. That's going to start all of this. Like whether this goes amazingly positive or amazingly negative this is the first turning point of it you know this is where it starts like we are going to be witnessing even more history like this has the opportunity to be talked about like how social media kids will learn about this in history books so like when 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 was the start of it when was the start of the internet like these will be in our textbooks our history books kids will learn about the metaverse in in the metaverse you know crazy you go to class in the metaverse and learn about the metaverse. <laughs> yeah. The other cool thing too is the to be in debt in the metaverse. The whole like home thing, where like you have your home and you can just invite people over. So like we watch the fight. Nate, come over. Let me get. Yeah. Glasses. Let me pop my headset on. Let me get my I'll be there in five minutes. I'm here and we're watching. Yeah. Then the you're talking and you're side by side. And exactly. You guys are all seeing the fight that's up on your screen. Right. It's. And meanwhile, and meanwhile, we can have game night too that same night. Like, and they're getting so advanced with it now to the point of like where your avatars in this when you're wearing it recognize your facial expressions. Right. So when we do decide to get together in our in our avatars, right. I can tell when you're laughing or when right. you're upset about something that I said oh, or shit. amazed yeah. when we're right. playing catchphrase over meta. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's just gonna be next level, man. I think I feel like. I don't want to say it's like time travel, but it's almost like it. It's it almost is. like it. You can put yourself in somewhere where you never thought you'd be and even, or somewhere where you just want to be instantly. Like, I want to hang out with the homies tonight. Cool. Like, where are we going? Yeah. Your house or mine? And it's just like, oh, No, shit. motherfucker. We're going to Maui. Yeah, we're going to Maui. Yeah. No, Ch- no, no. <laughs> Meta change back. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just going to be insane. The whole home feature, dude, that was, oof. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they're going to bring. Yeah, pretty... I could, I honestly, I could go on for days about it because oh, I think yeah. I'm more excited about it than I am worried. But right. uh, yeah, like anything, we're gonna. I think the whole privacy. There's gonna be a lot of that's it. that's exactly what that's I was gonna what, talk about. Like, and that's what like he did is like all of this is gonna be built in from day one because that was like the big knock on like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram of like especially like Facebook and Twitter like when they first started they had no thought that it would ever get as big as it really did. You know, so they had like some privacy settings in there, but that wasn't like their main focal point. It was just our more- ads are already <clears throat> personalized enough as is. Right. You know, what's it going to be like in the metaverse? Right. Exactly. Yeah, but no, just like in general, like- like, yeah, all that of like your private, you know, your private information being shared, and <clears throat> that's the big knock on. <clears throat> excuse me, just social media in general. But I did like that he didn't like say you know security is our number one thing going into it because they've dropped the ball knowing like before that these platforms blow up way too big. For their scale and these AIs learn too much to the point where it's like they can't be changed at this point. You know, they have those AIs that learn you and learn what you like and, you know, your suggestions and all of that to where it's almost 
out of their control at this point. Um, so, I mean, they, that needs to be something in the learning curve that I really hope that they dial yeah, in. Of like, yeah, this needs to be our almost priority number one because it's a big problem that is in social media in general. Like, and it better be priority number one just with the whole virtual virtual aspect being combined with the visual now yeah. as well of like, okay, this is more than just getting my email through uh, some phishing. Right. Now this is like, Oh, yeah. you, you can see, see into my home maybe if you figure out how to stop the coding you know, and change exactly. everything yeah yeah it's definitely going to be a sketched out thing i think a lot of people are going to be like no i'm not doing that my kids aren't doing that or you're going to have the technology people that are embraced in it and it's like oh yeah no that's cool you're, you got a whole different world like let's let's do this i think it's going to be the older generation that's definitely sticking away from this yeah i mean at the end of the day though um Tech is crazy. It is. And so, you know, like going in negatively about any of these things. Like I definitely think it's okay to be hesitant and to have red flags, but to be negative. I mean, any, look at anybody who's any, gone into like these situations of like total anti-social media of everything. It's like this is the the world we live in now. Look how you people treated crypto it. five years ago. Exactly. You have and to look accept how it, is it now. And, and you know adapt with it and learn to live with right. it and and buy it kind of deal and, and use it while, like right. the way you live um and this will just be another adaptation to that i really think you know it's about being malleable um just in life in general and anybody who just gets really hard-headed and stubborn on all this stuff like i'm never changing i'm never doing that it's like that's why you're staying stagnant right you have to change with these times you have to and, change with the times, and the times yes. are changing quickly um yeah from cryptos to the metaverse of like everything is digital uh, and be on board with it. Don't be, you know, that guy that's like, I'm putting all my cash in my mattress. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, because if you would have put that cash into Bitcoin, you would have 10X'd it. Whereas exactly. that cash that you put in your mattress 10 years ago Stead's still it. stayed the same value of that cash now. Right. So, I mean, yeah. No, absolutely. That was well said. Yeah. Crazy though and exciting. Um, and I'm, I guarantee as this metaverse develops we'll talk about this more like we are all very intrigued um beyond intrigued i would say like kind of mind blown about this whole idea like this is something growing up as sci-fi fans as kids something you dream about like beam me up scotty you know i want to put my glasses on i want to you know be on the pyramids of giza and you know or star wars like, with lightsabers you know and it's shit. Like every kid dreams of that you know and it's low-key starting to become a reality and i think it'll be definitely sims like in the beginning like graphics just like any other video game but look where video game graphics have gone in in five years look where it's come in 10 years look where it's come in 20 years from like pong to what we play now virtual reality vader like and it, it only goes better and better every single year look at madden where it started to the madden characters now like the first one will be a little bit cheesy but could you imagine the, the fifth iteration of the metaverse right. like Insane. Gonna be popping. Right. Gonna be insane. Lit. Endless. Endless possibilities. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Really good one though. I mean, excited though. Thank you guys. Um yeah, I mean we'll close it up here, huh? Yeah, that, yeah. I think so. so. Yeah. Good good talk though. Uh excited to get back with you boys, man. I I love doing this podcast. It's exciting, it's fun. Uh, and we love you guys. We we love the continued support. Thank you guys so much. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe to everything. Follow us on our Instagram. Underscore Rate as well. Hit we that five think, stars. Yes, five star. Underscore we think we know underscore on our Instagram. 
like, follow, stay tuned, and thank you for the continued support and love, man. We love giving you guys content. Uh, let's keep building this together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Thank you, fucking. Deuces.